Hello and welcome to episode 68 of NPS We Trust, a PlayStation podcast. My name's Davey and joining me as always, and actually to my right, Jeez. the fine wine himself, Mr. Philip Hoy. Hello, hello. Happy Friday, listeners. Happy We're back again. Happy Friday, Happy baby. Happy Friday. And, of course, the Beta Ray Bill of the podcast. The Beta Ray Bitch over there. <laughs> Spencer Davis. How the hell are you, my friend? I'm good. I don't understand the reference, but I'm good. Oh, it's, a, it's the Thor character with, like, the horse face. Oh, I do understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah He's in yeah. the uh, animated film they did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was The reason why I was thinking about Beta is... Last episode, you were saying you were a wolf, like you were the alpha of the pack. I was. So I thought I'd start off strong by putting you down immediately, putting you back in your place as the beta. Just, <laughs> just putting that out there. He has one sure. good night at Call of Duty, and this is what happens. I know, I know, I know the big dicks out. Right, listeners. Well, we have got a stacked show for you today, as we do every single episode of MPS We Trust. But today is different. Today is a different kettle of fish. It's a different beast if you will. And the reason for that is because we now have confirmation that a PlayStation Showcase is imminent. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming out the same day as this episode. But if we've done our job properly, you should have it a day earlier. We'll see how that goes when we actually get there. But um, yeah, this episode, we're going to be talking through our predictions for that PlayStation Showcase, doing it in the same normal format that we use, which is safe, possible, and crazy, as well as just discussing some of the possible IPs that we could see across that, that showcase. Should be a good old time. And, of course, rumor has it is coming back. We got two fresh, hot rumors straight off the rumor mill and a stack of news for quick news. So we've got a lot to go through. But before we get to any of that, we always start each episode of MPS We Trust Off with a question. Today, that question falls on me. Now, I was thinking, guys, life is a strange old mistress, isn't it? Right, where's this going? We're yeah. born and we die. Yeah. Uh, okay, I can agree with you really. so far. Yeah. It's what happens to all of us. It comes to all of us, doesn't it? Death knocks on the door. I want to know, what's the worst way you could die? When you're thinking about death, What's the one that's like, not me? Uh-uh. I don't want that one. Now, for anyone who can't handle this conversation, just switch off the podcast now. It only gets worse from here. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. All i got to say. The analytics, the drop-off rate, as soon as you pose these questions. <laughs> if it's a Spencer, typical question, with all the sexual connotations, people are switch off straight away. This one about death? It's going to be about the same. I mean, last episode, we talked about Xbox, and we're probably going to get more listeners. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, probably. But, you know, it's what it is. So does anyone want to start or shall I, shall I lay you out with what I think is possibly the worst way? I already know what is the worst way, so I'm going to save mine for last and so I can prove you guys wrong. Oh, okay. Mr. Hoy, would you like to go? All right, then. I'll jump in then. Thank you very much. Well, the way I would hate to go is definitely drowning. I think that's a pretty obvious one, right? Drowning. Out, out of all the ways to go is drowning. With liquid. I wouldn't want to be in, you know, the pool of fire that we talked about in uh, a couple of previous podcasts. No, just in the water. If you fall off a boat and you can't go anywhere, you just run out of breath, you run out of steam, and you just slowly have to accept death <laughs> as you take that final breath of water and you choke and die. 
Jesus Christ. I think drowning is a bitch death. Yeah, horrible death. Drowning is like you just give up. You have to give yeah. up. You've got you can't go any on any further. You can't breathe. I mean, anytime if you can't breathe, you're just a loser. I reckon. So I, I reckon that's a loser death. I'd say what's worse than that: drowning in water, drowning in jelly. Jelly. If you were if you were in jelly, because jelly, I imagine, is quite hard. It's quite a viscous liquid, isn't it? Wouldn't you it's just like, be like stuck in the jelly though? Yeah, almost preserved, Can so I, they could crack you open a little bit, like you know, like uh, a mosquito. Yeah, well, I was going more down the Captain America route than the mosquito okay. route, but right. yeah, very similar. Yeah, you yeah. could go down the Jurassic Park route. I don't mind. <laughs> um, but they crack you open, you could still be there. You'd still be kind of there or thereabout, surely, as long as there's an ear flow up. If you just tunnel up, push your finger up to the <laughs> top, the jelly. then you'll be all right. You'll just be stuck there, and you go. Actually, yeah, that's true. It wouldn't be much of an existence, but it would be an existence. And you could eat the jelly. To keep you going. could eat <laughs> yeah, your way. Yeah. yeah, I'm not drinking my way out of an ocean. No. No. Ocean of jelly, though. Ocean of jelly, possibly. <laughs> jelly. I could just make myself a little... A little you know, house. A like little the, divot in there. Yeah, a little igloo-like yeah, thing. Yeah, and then start building my own bricks of jelly. And then okay. I've got my own jelly world. <laughs> jelly, <laughs> jelly rapture. <laughs> Underneath the monetizing it at that point. I could actually one-up that as well. If you think drowning in jelly or water's bad, drown in a pool of your dad's semen. (laughs) (sighs) And we're back, listeners. We are back. Welcome. Welcome here. If this is your first episode of MPS We Trust, this is just normal now at this point. How how long would it take for your dad to ejaculate that much that you could drown in it? You you think about like (laughs) I think about my own ejaculate, right? Maybe a I don't know, maybe a teaspoonful. Depends on how long it's been, right? From jacking it like You would ejaculate onto a teaspoon. (laughs) No, I guess I'm guessing. (laughs) Oh, okay. okay. I'm guessing for measurements. Right. You don't want to spill any. (laughs) Be very careful, wouldn't you? Gotta put that in my tea. (laughs) (laughs) Probably fix. I'm not having a cup of tea around yours. (laughs) I am. Dear dear. Um yeah, so how how long would this ejaculate death take? I mean it depends. Yeah, it depends how you're positioned. Because if you're face down in it, it probably wouldn't need to be that much. You could drown in quite a small amount of liquid, couldn't you? True. (gasps) When you take that breath in. It would just have to be a mouthful, surely. I mean, it's a lot. I'm trying to think. For it to cover your entire nose, mouth, and enough to make you drown, it's got to be quite a bit of cum, doesn't it? (laughs) Cum. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you meant, like, how long would it take him? And I was going to say situational. Because you know, if you do it yourself, so it's, sometimes it's just a bit of it's a bit of a, a teaspoon, if you will. Yeah. But if you've just had intercourse for some reason, there's more. Yeah. So he true. could do the strat of have a bang, tactical pull out into the pool, and then I think it it, it triple, it you'd get it done in a third of the time, I reckon. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's still take slow, about sixty years. <laughs> it's a slow antagonizing death, isn't it? You probably die of starvation first. Yeah. Uh, well, you wouldn't want to eat your way out of that, would you? <laughs> exactly. No. Exactly. No. You'd have to, though. <laughs> yeah, you'd you'd have to. <laughs> you'd have oh, well. To. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, do I want to live or do I want to die? I'm breathing in my dad's cum. Is this the point where I think, do you know what? This is, I'm over. I'm done. I don't want to do any more experiments for the podcast. Sorry, Dad. I thank you for joining in, but I'm, I'm going to take this one and this is me out. <laughs> yeah, that, that probably is. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That, that's probably that's exit time, isn't it? That's the worst way to die from drowning. Hundred percent. I think in in your dad's ejaculate, just your dad's. How would you know? 
Well, I imagine watching him spaff in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you've got to watch him do it first. You're not like at, at a sperm bank and it happens just to tip over on you. You're walking along, <laughs> minding your own business, and then you walk up. This shelf's a little bit wobbly. You happen to knock it with your elbow, and all this cum just all, all drenches you. you. <laughs> there's, there's the receptionist out in there in, in the lobby, and her cup just starts shaking. She's mm. like, not again. Not again. Get down! And just barreling in the holes. Why do they always store it on the top shelf? (laughs) (laughs) That wobbly shelf. Why do they always put it up there? Everyone that survives that is immediately pregnant. (laughs) Male or female. (laughs) Yeah, and you have no idea whose baby it is because it's just gallons of sperm. Well, it's all the mixture. Everyone's baby, mate. Yeah, maybe that's how you get like a superhuman thing. It's like a perfect... Perfect human. It's just a mix of everything, yeah. Comes out like rainbow colour. (laughs) <laughs> i feel like we've derailed this far too much right yeah. uh, as spencer do you want to dive in with your no davy first oh, Davey's Davey's gonna go first. okay because yeah this has got pretty dark pretty quickly and i don't want to go yeah. any further let's ruin yeah. davy's yeah. method let's ruin his. all right so mine i'm thinking i'm a big fan of the terminator and the way they kill the terminator in terminator one is they put him in like a press like a hydraulic press. Okay. So he gets crushed. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like crushed deaths must suck because it goes on for like a bit of time where you could feel like everything going. We're like, oh, let's get a bit tight this. Oh, that's, oh, that's a bit tight. And then, and then you start fighting against it. And then before you know it, you just like, and just your head just like. You become toothpaste. Yeah. And I, that's got to be bad. Like surely... If you could get it so your head's just under there and your head just gets crushed immediately, probably no pain. Probably quite a nice way mm. to go in the grand scheme of, of horrible ways. But if it was like you were just putting it, like on the Terminator, just for context, he's lying down, arm out like this, it's great, and then it crushes like all over and it's quite sl- it's a slow crush. Right. So I imagine you'd live for like a good 30 seconds of being crushed before you're paced. Are you face up or face down? Uh, he is kind of just like this, and it's crushing from above. Crushing from above? Yeah. So your feet are on the ground, your head's touching the crusher, yeah. and it pushes you down. Yeah, and you, so you just like... And you couldn't just crawl out? He couldn't, no. He, he had couldn't. no legs. Oh, right. Have we got legs <laughs> yeah, in this situation? Uh, y- yes. Okay. I okay. imagine it's a long press, though. You know like mm. you know, like on Indiana Jones, where he's trying to reach, get through that door, yes. and he just makes it and gets the hat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't make it this time, though. Okay. It's like in this Indiana Jones where he's actually got arthritis in both knees and he ain't making that now. So it's almost like when we were in that COD raid, I just pressed that button a little too quickly as you pushed that <laughs> yeah. thing through and it just caught you. Yes. And crushed you. Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. Okay, okay. So that, that's what I reckon, I reckon that's the worst way. Because you know, you know you're a goner. There's nothing you can do about it. And it's just, and when they find you, they're like, God, it's just mush. <laughs> like get the bucket jimmy oh not me again i'm on cross duty <laughs> yeah so that's that's what i'm thinking that's the worst easy burial though very easy yeah 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 flat just, grave you just 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 chuck it on the flowers <laughs> <laughs> you're already crushed yeah he's just liquid at this point yeah simple at least with mine i'm just a floating body in the ocean yeah so they then need to cremate me, unless I have a ocean and, burial, which would be ironic, really. <laughs> and, <you'd, laughs> and you swell, don't you, if you're not found for a while? Really? So you come out and you'd be like giant. You'd be like... And they'd be like, oh. <laughs> no wonder he, he put on a bit of weight, that Phil, didn't he? 
uh, fat <laughs> bloated <laughs> Phil yeah. floating in the ocean, wishing for an ocean burial. Yes. Right. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you're a flapped Davy after being crushed. Yeah, just totally gone, eviscerated, total extinction event, the crush. If if something wanted to wipe out Earth, I think the most efficient way of doing it would just giant be, hydraulic press. Just to yeah, <laughs> just to, just <laughs> sandwiching the Earth. Yeah, and just squishes it. That's the easiest way. And then all it would be is just crust spill out the middle. So it would be lava, like an ocean of lava would just like a like a donut. You know, if you squidge a donut and like jam just comes out the end, be like that with lava. So if someone did survive and they got ejected out into space, the lava's coming. So I mean, there's no die in space first, but yeah, double death there. It's a double death. Yeah, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> True. But when, when that lava's coming for you and you're holding your breath and, <laughs> it's, and you're gravity. freezing out there, <laughs> you you'll be wanting the heat at first, wouldn't you? The lava what? would be coming. You'd be like, "Oh God, thank God, it's cold up here in space." Well, it depends which way you're going. If you're going towards the sun, <laughs> oh, yeah. it might be hot from both sides. Yeah, It'd take a while in. to get there. <laughs> yeah, it might take a while to get there. But yeah, so that's that's my worst. That's my worst. Spence, lay it on us then. If you think you got the the proper worst way, yeah, I've I've thought this for years as well. You would think <laughs> for years, years. I've thought that before. Just at home. Hmm. I wonder what the worst way to die is. <laughs> Genuinely. You'd think my biggest fear and the way I wouldn't want to go would be drowning because I can't swim. And we mentioned that a lot. We still haven't taught me how to swim yet, listeners and watchers. It's on the agenda. We'll do it at episode 100. I don't know. But the actual worst way to go, being lit on fire. 100%. Because whilst your entire body is burning from the fire, that's not what actually kills you. You're just in agony with your body on flames and you die from choking on the smoke. That's what kills you. No you way. Die, you die from choking on the smoke before the fire can even burn your whole body. Depends which way up you are. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> if you're upside down when you're burning, the smoke ain't going to get you. That's the That's way true. to do it. That's how you That's survive. That's how you get away with it. That's how you die from the fire. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd rather die from the smoke, I think, to be fair. <laughs> Again, cheap burial. Very. Well, you're already cremated. Already cremated. cremated. It's a two for one the wind deal. comes it by is. and you're done. They must love that. Yeah, exactly. They've already spread his they ashes must, already. They must love that. <laughs> Who? The people that cremate people. They're like, well, this one died of fire. This is great. There we go. We can charge for doing nothing. <laughs> we don't have to put the incinerator on. All there we, we go. Invoice already written. Done. All, all Send, we, sealed and delivered. Send it out. All we do is just, we just close the curtain. <laughs> we just close the curtain. It goes down and Bob's your uncle. You can have it immediately. The quickest service you ever had. Here's your, here's your ashes, love. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, I, it does suck. And... I suppose the thing about being set on fire as well is that you get to see or you get to learn firsthand if the truth is that human flesh cooked smells like bacon. That's what they say. It's like pork. Is it? Apparently. Yeah, we're really close to What pigs. blogs do you read? Yeah, who's they? Uh, I, I don't know. It. <laughs> Heard it through where? The grapevine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just around. Okay, okay. Yeah, just around. Just the internet. And yeah, apparently so. So you could smell yourself. Those are the friends he's got, Spence. Yeah, yeah. And this is, ones. this is the only thing that might make it slightly better than some of the other ways, like drowning in ejaculate. Is <laughs> mine was water. Yeah, yeah. Is you get that smell and you'd be like, "Oh, I like bacon," and it, and you'd be like, "Hmm, it was true." And then you, then <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if that really is how it works because your nose and mouth, your lungs would be full of the smoke. I don't think you'd really even be able to smell it. You'd be too busy going, <coughs> whilst your bloody body's on fire burning. Whenever I see people on fire in movies, it's always just screaming. Yeah, but yeah. come on. 
so is is it the is it the fact that the screaming is the last bit of air they had? So maybe if they had held their breath, they would have probably been all right. For like, what, would, what would your last words be if you're not screaming? Oh, fire! <laughs> well, <laughs> I think most people fire. can see that, can't they? Doesn't light travel faster than sound? So surely they can see you're on fire before you go in. Excuse me, mate, I'm on fire. I'd be like, where's the fucking water? <laughs> I'm drowning in it. I've got too much water. This planet's 70% water or whatever, and I can't and find anything. fire. Yeah. <laughs> 5% jelly. 1% ejaculate. Yeah, it's it's a bad it's a bad way to go with it. 106% of that earth. Yeah. And just outside the earth, hydraulic press. Yeah. Wow. Ready for you. Ready. I I think you'd want to make sure with the fire that you go out in a cool way. Like you either go out in like a like a, you want blazing glory. Burning car, and burning plane. Something cool. Yeah. Something cool. Yeah. And Something with fire already on it. You know, like cars fire. have fire symbols on it. Oh yeah. yeah, imagine that, but actually on fire again. Like like um double like, fire. Like Ghost Riders, like Ghost Riders motorbike. That's what you want. Yeah. That's what you yeah. want to be riding, yeah. yes. and then you set on yes. fire with it. Yeah. And you want something as well. This is the only thing against fire being the worst is that you can make quite a good pun out of it. You know, when they're doing the 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 vicar or whatever is doing the cremation. And I don't he's think doing he does the service. The he's doing the service. Again, these funerals you've been going to, quite cheap ones. Yeah, the vicar's yeah. doing the cremation as well. <laughs> you get it all in. It's a package deal. And uh, <laughs> one guy does it all. He does it all. He does the whole does the job. flowers, does the food. <laughs> he does it all, yeah. Does the ceremony, right? Yeah, okay. And what you wouldn't want him to be up there and he'd be like, Well, here is a blazing end. You know, you can make some good puns out of you can make some good puns out of this. And what is somebody enjoy playing with fire like an arsonist and they burn to death they'd enjoy being set on fire whereas nobody likes drinking water no, so much I that think, they drown i think they'd or, be like why people... did i do this when they're on fire they'd be like ah oh, no wonder people hate me no wonder <laughs> i was in prison for 30 years mm. but some people like being crushed yeah they do there is that on the internet isn't there there is and if you want a pun for that you're a davy sandwich mate Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I think we might have a winner. Yeah, I yeah, I think drowning wins. Because <laughs> we we're not making any puns out of drowning, so it's obviously the worst way. Because you can't even make a pun out to lighten the situation. Listeners, reason? if you do come up with a pun about drowning, please send it into the podcast, and we'll read it mm. on the next episode. So, with that, listeners, time for us to move the show on to what we've been playing this time on NPS. We trust what. Have the boys been playing? So, guys, it's been two weeks since the last podcast, and I'm desperate to know what you've been up to in that time. Tradition states we always start with yourself, Spence. Lay it on me. Okay, so I've actually been playing a, quite a bit of random stuff this okay. time. So, there's the traditional games we always play, but we won't talk about those just yet. What I have been playing lately, I've gone back to Returnal. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fantastic game, mind. What an excellent game. And I've gone back to it because, realistically, I'm so close to the trophy. Just a few, maybe a month or two ago, I was grinding World 2, which, as you've said, Davey, is the hardest world to finish. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. And I finished it. And then, I think the same day, I finished World 3. Okay. And then the other night, I finished World 4. Oh. I literally, I was looking for ages, couldn't find the next Scyther in World 4, started a new run, 
It was in the first room I went oh, in. I was oh. buzzing. I literally, there's the cliff of me getting the trophy and it's just me turning around going, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> a fantastic little clip. But now I'm on Worlds 5 and 6. I have one cipher left in World 5. And I think I have like five to get in World 6. Okay. But I'm almost there. And oh, that's going to be a juicer of a platinum and, when it comes. And that is going to be a full platinum as soon as you get it. There's nothing else to do. Nothing else. Oh, well, I know from experience how much work this is to get this to get this platinum done. And well done. I mean, as you said, you know, getting World 2 out of the way, as soon as you get that done, it's on. It's a matter of time then. Because World 2 is a bastard to get done. It's an absolute abject nightmare. And I gotta say, I've come on and did a, and done a couple of runs with you in co-op, and I am so sorry <laughs> that I've been joining you because all my skill, all my latent ability, has evaporated, and I am terrible at returnal again. I've been weighing you down. I got the movement tech still, combat. Nah, yeah, wasn't there. It wasn't there. I don't know how many times I revived you during the course of those runs, yeah, but it was. It was a few. And the issue is, even then, when you're down, all the enemies are scaled up because there's two of us. So I'm fucked too. <laughs> so it's, it really, we should have just, you should have been playing something else. Yeah. But it was fun. It was still fun whilst you played. I appreciate you joining me anyway. Fun little session. But it was fruitless in the end. We didn't yes. even get a single cipher in any of those runs. No. No, I just held you back. I just yeah. totally held you back the entire way. So what else have you been playing apart from Returnal? You said you've been playing a hodgepodge. Yeah, the other thing I've been playing, or the other two I've played, really, I'll briefly mention one. Last episode, Phil, you posed a question. You said, when was the last time you guys played your PSVR 2? <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's right. <laughs> a while ago, a good little while ago. And after a big, massive, heavy night of drinking, when I got back from my holiday I had, the day I got back, I was hungover as hell, and then... I had kind of just a burst of energy and I thought, you know what, sod it. Sat down, put my PSVR 2 on. Not for too long. I couldn't do it for too long, but I tried it. I played Gran Turismo, good few nice. races, fantastic game. And then I tried out the Star Wars game, uh, Tales of the Galaxy, I think it's yes. called. Yes, okay. Enhanced edition. And it's bloody solid, mind. It's a really very difficult game. You just die. Again, and it's like playing Dark Souls in VR with a gun. And this is nothing to do with you being hungover and deciding to put a VR, VR headset on. Maybe, but I really don't think so. It's, it, the way it works is just, you've got your gun, your blaster. You can pick up other blasters as well. You can pick up people's enemies. You can have a shotgun, a machine gun, a pistol. Uh, you also pick up loads of droids. So you know the training droid, droids that the Jedi's used where they'd shoot lasers at them and they yes, have to yeah. deflect? You have those. So you oh, can nice. chuck them in the air and they follow you about and they shoot the enemies. And well, that's decent. sick. That's really sick. I wasn't using those. And then as soon as I started using them, I was like, oh, it's better. But you die in like two shots. And these stormtroopers got accuracy unlike any movie you've ever seen. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's not canon. But it is very fun. And hopefully I'm going to play it more soon. Nice. Yeah, I'd say, well, that is brave. Going in and putting the VR headset on when you're hungover. Me and yeah. Phil done that a couple of times in different events, and it is never a good time. And it's something that I have not been brave enough to attempt since I've had my PSVR 2. 
It's a scary thought. It really is. Yeah. Terrible. Going back to what EGX. Yeah. And deciding to put on a, a VR headset to go down. What was it? It was the original PSVR, wasn't it? Yeah. We went down in the uh, the lift, wasn't it? It's like a shark cage. Shark wasn't cage. It? Yeah. Oh, that was work. That was so so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you just, like, just like, oh. It's not even a fun experience. You're just there going, ah, for like 10 minutes or whatever it was. I think that's what's put me off VR. It's just that idea. <laughs> it, it, it brings all those memories back. Every time you talk about VR, I just think of myself being overly hungover in a shark tank, <laughs> just rocking back and forth and just suddenly being jump scared a couple of times by a big great white shark. No. Yeah, yeah. It's never again. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. The, for me, it's that memory, and I've, I've told it on the show so many times, but getting strapped into a car on GT when it was in demo mode, so you're just in a supercar getting whipped around a track with no control. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the yeah, worst. That, that was the worst. they got to stop doing this. Or, alternatively, maybe we shouldn't drink before all these events. That's never going to change. <laughs> That is the yeah. dumbest suggestion I've ever heard yeah. in my life. Yeah. yeah. No go on that one. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a non-starter for me. <laughs> Imagine how much worse insomnia would have been if we didn't have a few drinks. That's very true. True. Yeah, it insomnia was, was there. Gah. Yeah. In, insomnia was it was the total opposite of what I had. I was going to sleep there. So yeah. it, it it was the complete opposite of what the event was supposed to be. Definitely couldn't have kept me out, that's for damn sure. But fair play, Spence. Some great little games there, and I'll be looking forward to hearing more about PSVR 2 uh, over the coming weeks. Mr. Hoy, what about yourself? What have you been up to? Well, Davey, I've dived into my back catalogue and uh, picked up Callisto Protocol once again. Okay. So I've dived in, and much like you, with diving back into Returnal, when you've had a little bit of a gap in, in, in playing the game, <laughs> I have very much lost all my skill and understanding of how this, this game works. Oh, no. So I loaded myself in. I'm not very far into the game. And let me paint you the picture. So I think it's the part where your buddy's saying, oh, he's got to, get, he's got to turn the power off. Okay. And you've got all these kind of working machinery around you. Oh, I know. And then one guy comes in from your right. Another guy comes in from your left. A, a spitter pops up from the floor, starts attacking you from range. And part of the skill is keeping yourself alive as you use your kind of force power to, to move them back into the moving machinery. That's and right. you basically have to loop them back round, up and over, and through this kind of central doorway, which has twisting blades. I know exactly. And you stand you on one side, and you can basically pop them and move them forward. Um, but I started off, I thought, oh, we'll just get back into this. Bit of melee. Died on the first guy. I thought, <laughs> okay, all right. I've got a gun, haven't I? So I thought, oh, shoot him, right? Used all my bullets straight away. I got like four bullets. And then I was thinking, <laughs> how the hell do you play this game? Right? Couldn't, couldn't remember that I even had these force powers. Right? Oh, I, no. I played so little of it. I think it's quite early on in the yeah, game. Yeah, it is. And then there's this prompt just at the start that says to hold the trigger and then to press X to throw them, right? Um, so I'm going along, start, start doing it. And then I realize, actually, the powers run out. And then I was screwed for the kind of the bigger mobs later on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that took me probably about... 10, 15 runs Whoa. just to get through, just to relearn exactly what I was doing. But after that, it's been quite plain sailing and I very much enjoyed it. I've forgotten how visceral, and excuse the pun on that one, that game actually is. When you're there attacking those monsters, you genuinely feel like you're there because of the blood and the splatter and the sound and the thump and the haptics. Whoa. The graphics are incredible. I've forgotten how 
beautiful this game looks. Stunning. Isn't it? It's it's been a hot minute since I've been in there, but relearning that combat, it was a steep slope, steep slope for myself. Um, but once I got into it, I, I, I'm invested again. Nice. I'm going nice. to get this completed. I'm really going to push through on this one. Nice. And I'll tell you what, oh, it'd yeah. be interesting to hear when you do finish it up and you wrap it up to hear your thoughts on the overall experience. Because uh, as you know, I wasn't too smitten with it. I enjoyed my time with it, don't get me wrong, but I certainly wasn't wowed. And uh, the longer the experience went on, the more I kind of felt that I was kind of, it was losing me sure, as it plays. So I'm really looking forward to seeing when you actually finish this and what your thoughts are on it. Because a lot of people do swear by it. A lot of people really enjoy it. And as you said, graphically wise, it's, uh, it's phenomenal. But again, I've only played two hours probably. Yeah. So you got probably back another- in. So I'm enjoying those two hours again, right? It's like starting from the start again. So the first okay. little bit's fun, isn't it? But I think you were you were very critical on the loop that tends to happen within this game and things being very similar. That's right. Um, so yeah, I haven't got to that breaking point just yet, but okay. I'll fill you in next episode. Nice. Well, I look forward to hearing it. I really will. And I suppose you might be thinking, hmm, Davey, what what games you've been playing? Nothing but cod. Literally nothing but cod. I don't know what's happened to me these last two weeks. I've been insanely unproductive. I thought to myself, I'm going to do loads of YouTube work. I'm going to do stacks of reviews. I'm going to play some PSVR 2. Do some do, shorts for the podcast. I'm going to do some shorts for the podcast. All this stuff. And then all that really happened was cod just seemed to find its way on. Normally, we wouldn't even talk about cod because we talk about it all the goddamn time. However, the Season 3 Reloaded update happened, which is the mid-season update where they provide fresh content. Part of that update drop was they provided a brand new raid. Now, you guys have always joined me. We've done it together, these raids. This is the third one. And we've come out of the last two raids singing their praises, absolutely loving them. I want to know what your thoughts are and I'll come to yourself first on this, Phil, about the raid for Season 3 Reloaded. Well, Davey, they just don't miss, do they, in COD? Much like, or much unlike myself, when we're playing the normal <laughs> multiplayer, because I miss all the time, these developers, these raids, they do not miss because they are excellent. It's well worth the price of a mission uh, for myself, because I haven't really indulged the same way as you guys within the COD um, kind of ecosystem. I haven't played much of the online. I dive in from time to time with you guys just for a bit of a laugh. But generally, I, I, I'm sort of down the bottom, but hanging in there because, of course, I'm like level 34 and I'm going up against level 200s. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I'm hanging in there. I'm getting a couple of kills. I'm enjoying myself, especially when I'm blowing people up with mines. But those raids are exceptional. And if you're going to buy the game, just purely for the raids, that price of mission is well worth it because they are superb. I cannot get that over in any other way. They are just incredible. I am loving every second, and I can't wait for the next one because the story is so gripping. It, John, this is hmm. the thing. that The story mode within it, the, the story that's actually told through these cutscenes that happen and bookend the, um, the raid itself, and sometimes come up in the middle, it's actually decent. It really is. Yeah. yeah. It's so surprising, wasn't it? Yeah, like you think you think it, they'd really shit it out. Like you haven't played the Spec Ops content in this, but it's really it's really lackluster. Mm. It really is. It's terrible actually. It's such a shame. And it's like as if they just said, actually just put everything we got into these raids and let's just make them really well produced. Yeah. And so you've got all the main characters from Team One Four One appearing and it's just a full plot that happens. And I'm, what I'm wondering is 
when this eventually wraps, whenever it does, maybe we've got two more seasons left, is this just going to lead straight into the next COD? What's yeah. going to happen here? You know? I hope so. This, this is the thing, because there's a really cool story that's being told yeah, throughout this. Yeah, possibly they're using this as like the building blocks for the next one to, to prelude what's going to happen in the next card. Potentially. And I mean, the thing about it is that the original raids you needed to have for season one and two, you needed to have uh, tickets that you could only earn from playing the online play. This season, they've taken tickets away and they've actually put a shed load of rewards for actually completing the raid. So it seems like they're trying to give more purpose for people to want to go in and check them out. You know, you get a shed load of camos, you get um, like a really cool, um, I can't remember what it's called now, Galvatronic skin or something like Galvanized. that. Galvanized skin. And Galvatron? You've been looking too much at my Transformers behind you, mate. That's what's getting <laughs> yeah. you. Galvatron. It's galvanized. It's wild. It's wild. It's like all got lightning all going over it. And that's what happens if you complete the veteran raid. So they they got these cool little incentives to do it. But, Spence, give me your thoughts on it. You're a COD veteran, same as myself. We've been playing countless hours ever since uh, Modern Warfare 2 came out. Give me your thoughts on this raid. Well, listen, there's two things that you guys and the listeners know I love. Call of Duty and We Were Here. And We Were Here is just chock full of puzzles. That's the entire game. They've mixed the two in these raids. The puzzles in these raids are bloody fantastic. They're actually amazing. And they seem to get better with each raid. Because in this one, you mentioned it earlier, Phil, the, pu the numbers puzzle. There's just consoles all around a massive room. The floor's electrified, so you can't step on the floor. And there's kind of like bookcases. You just have to climb across and just try to avoid the war. And it's a nightmare. It took us probably like 40, 50 minutes, maybe an hour. To beat that puzzle because someone kept forgetting their number sequence and someone numbers kept are so the difficult early. aren't they davy they really are four four numbers is too much for any man i think um i actually i don't even know how many numbers it was maybe it was five no it was four was each wasn't it I'm sure it was four, five. four different numbers but five each because i had you two had tiers. you had, I had five, the two sevens um, didn't I? yeah you had the two sevens but it was five numbers total because it was 15 numbers divided by three. Oh, well, this is it listeners davy had to note them down on his phone and then he was like, hang on, boys, give me a second. He went in the settings on his phone and changed the screen lock timer so that it wouldn't close during the thing. <laughs> then a minute, immediately when we're done, he's like, all right, boys, wait, 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 wait. i got to fix my settings so I don't lose the battery on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Fellow was struggling. There's, there's not many games that you have to do that type of thing, is it? No. Where you have to take a screenshot of what's actually happening. I think it was only like Dino Crisis that we had oh, to do that, wasn't 100%. it? You, know, oh. you need a notepad to play Dino Crisis. Oh, gotcha. But with these COD raids, you definitely need some way of remembering these very quickly. So uh, the phone was a great solution. It really was. Yeah, it came in clutch. Yeah. We did it, it on the, um, what was that game we played as well? The uh, Kiwi. We used our phones yes. before as well. Kiwi was solid. That's another great puzzle game. But this um, this raid specifically, it's just fantastic. And it's way different from the first raid had a, a numbers puzzle as well, where you kind of had to decipher the code. This one was just, this is what you do. Good luck. And gave you no time to complete it. Electrified the floor and just bookshelves. It said, try your best. Good luck. This is solid. And what spits in your face is Infinity War tell you how fast they completed it as well, whenever you lose. And Infinity War did it in 17 minutes. Do you guys remember what our time was? Oh, I tried to block that. Back when I was it? It was 
about an hour, 89 minutes. Oh, I've undersold us. <laughs> it was 89 minutes it took us to beat that raid. And I'm sure a lot of it was on that puzzle. And the rest was just us dying. Because they're hard. They're really hard, but that you don't want to stop playing. They're fantastic. I think they're probably... I think they are. I think they're my favorite thing in the new Call of Duty. Yeah, I, t- I totally agree with you. I totally agree with both of you. I, I think, honestly, every single raid has been fantastic. And what I thought it was going to be guilty of is the same kind of thing that I always think of with Activision is that, and Call of Duty in general, is that it can be a little lazy. Like maps that come in, they're generally remastered maps and they're the same remastered maps that we've seen countless times. It's very rare they kind of dip back into the well of all classics and really give something brand new. And so going into the first raid, I thought, wow, they sold me on this, got me in. And then the second raid, seeing the puzzles that came from that, like the kind of jumping puzzles that came. So unique. So cool, totally different, and it just felt completely different. And to be able to do it again and to have a whole brand new set of mechanics, to be able to use the water in really cool ways. Like there was a puzzle that we had where two players are having to uh, raise pressure vents and one person's at a console and they have to activate it at a specific time the way it's set up is that you'll have guards that will come in to spawn to to keep you all on your toes and then every now and again they'll put a gas injection in which throws everyone in which you have to get under the water to be able to survive or they electrify the water which means you have to get out and so just having that simple premise and having incredible one vent be underneath the water and one above it so one person would die from gas one person would die from electric and having to coordinate that between the three of you with threats around is both insane at the time when you're doing it but when you find when you finally click and it all falls into place it just feels incredible and to get that level of feeling from a call of duty game yeah. is wild mad and this to me feels like, and alongside with the one campaign mission called Alive, where you have to craft to be able to survive and you have to do all this crafting and making brand new weapons on the fly because you've got no guns, it feels like they've taken a lot of extra risks with this Call of Duty and trying to meld quite a few different gameplay styles together. And I do wonder if uh, Infinity Ward are trying something new. In much the same way that we were, we were talking about horizon and hoping that with the dlc that they try something new and really flesh out the, the combat and everything else that comes with that i'm hoping that all this is building towards either this year's call of duty which apparently is a continuation from from modern warfare 2 or it's infinity war thinking right what can we do with a co-op campaign for next time what can we do to bring some bring something in and have like a three-way or two-way puzzle-based cool really unique campaign if they do something like that it would be revolutionary for the for the series i think i just think they can't lose and they've they've got this freedom at the moment especially with these raids or particularly with these raids where they can try the new stuff right because the expectation i think generally when i've looked online is is relatively low the uptake i think most people just want to sit in the multiplayer and 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 continue that grind yeah you know not many people have two good friends to be able to go through and play these games because I would not want to just join a random crew of people and do this because it was so frustrating. I literally wanted to tear your head off in parts of these raids. But at the same time, I literally wanted to grab you and not kiss you, but just oh. wish you well done. Oh, I would have liked to kiss. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, maybe after we finish the podcast. Nice, nice, nice. Yes. 
Yes. So you get that full mix of emotions and everything else. But I can't imagine just dropping into a random and just having some guy, you know, talk about your mum on the other end when oh. you're trying to go through the numbers or you're trying to pass the breathing apparatus as you're trying to navigate underground in the first raid or trying to time your jumps as you're jumping over the mushrooms in the second raid. It would be impossible and ultimately frustrating. So, yeah, listeners, if you're out there, make sure you find two people who you trust and get into those raids because they are superb. You've heard it here first. That's a global review from all three of us. And that brings an end to what we've been playing. So let's move it on to the quick news. Quick news. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, MPS We Trust proudly brings to you, it is quick news. <laughs> okay, so this week... We are sticking with the very simplistic quick news impressions, okay? So I'm just going to give you a topic. And the topic of this week is household appliances. Bada bing, bada boom. So it could be a hoover. It could be a microwave. It could be a blender. So which one am I going to pick for Spencer? Because you're going first on this round of quick news. Spencer, I want you to give me an impression of... Said Hoover. Oh, Hoover. Okay. We know First, he sucks well. We know he sucks well. so yeah. good. He sucks so good. That's a different kind of suck, this one, though. That one's more like Hoover's diff. Hoover sucks a large amount, you know. So remember, so you get extra points for being creative here. If you're going to go plug the Hoover in, if you're going to you know, have the extension fit into the Hoover. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Oh, oh, you're, spoiling, oh. you're spoiling my impression, mate. But you got to do, yeah. It's sort of quite annoying, really, because sometimes it's, you get stuck. You know, you got that little. Everyone has a Henry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has a Henry, so you got to pull the. And it goes like. And you got here we go. Spence, can you plug the Hoover in for me? Yeah, mum, I got you. And got get under. She can't get under the bed. The plug socket's under the bed, so I got to get under there, plug it in. <laughs> He's really hamming this up, isn't he? Done him, man. <laughs> Super takes a breath. <laughs> all, all these years at drama college haven't gone to waste. Yeah, well invested money. Quick news, boys. Quick fucking news. <laughs> Starting off my quick news, lads. Have a guess. What's he doing? What what what's Spencer known for bringing us? It's the PlayStation Plus catalogue. So this time, the catalogue for me, it includes big games, by the way. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart for the PS5. Wow. Ooh. Great game. Ooh. I actually saw a article that said the best game on PS5. Wow, that's wild. Who wrote that? It won't make. <laughs> well, close up. It's, it's up there, but it's definitely not the best. We also have Humanity, which is a game that we saw a little while ago. Uh, you play as a Shiba Inu, controlling like kind of just armies, weirdly, uh, kind of just patrolling them to an end goal. It's a very strange game, <laughs> an extremely strange game, but apparently quite good. 86% Metacritic. Not so, bad. Looks strange, but don't knock it till you try it, I suppose. We also have Watch Dogs Legion PS4, PS5. And that game 
as a lower score. But <laughs> but you're getting it for free, arguably. It's the same so. as Metal Gear Solid, isn't it? Six out of ten. Jesus. Yes, mate. Exactly that. Oh, Jesus yes. Christ. Well done. One of the best games of all time, then. And the last one we get, another PS4 only game, Dishonored 2, which I didn't like very much, but a lot of people really love. So, great game. And also, the one of the only Bethesda games we were missing from last month. Because we got loads of Bethesda games last month. We didn't get this. And now we do. They knew it was coming, didn't they? It's almost it like coming. they got this plan somewhere. It's almost, not just random. Yeah. They're not just in the lucky dip going, which game should we pick out this month? That's what they used to do for the essentials. <laughs> 100% is what they used to do. But yeah, now it's a bit structured. So boys, what do you think? We'll do keep it quick because we're starting quite late tonight. Keep it brief. You guys excited for these games? Obviously, Phil, you don't. Actually, you do have the service. We buy it for you. <laughs> what do you think of this list, mate? I, I think it's exceptional, um, but not so exceptional for me because I have Ratchet and Clank Rifts Apart and I have completed it. I have platinumed it. High recommend from me. Um, but the one in that list that really sticks out to me, and I think it will just be dumb fun when we get round to it, is actually playing a bit of Watch Dogs Legions. You know, it could be fun just jumping in there for a one-nighter, a couple of hours with you boys, maybe, potentially, um, if, we, if we're at a bit of a loss. Um, maybe that would be a fun way to spend the evening. It hasn't got a great um, review out there for it, and it is a Ubisoft game, and generally we don't like Ubisoft games, so I'm willing to give it a chance. It's a free game. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you what, with Watch, Watch Dogs Legion, the only thing that was interesting about it was the fact there's a granny. That was all the trailers were. It was the granny blowing up stuff. She was like a secret covert that agent. That gets you in, does it? It does, yes. Okay. Seeing like an agent who's retired coming back with a proper... Like, cup of tea, Kavna, English accent, and, you know, swearing, kind of gets me in the door. Strange you didn't like Atomic Heart, then. Yeah, well, yeah. There's a swearing granny in that. Too much of a good thing. Too <laughs> it much got spoiled, good, didn't it? It did, it got spoiled, yeah. Too much of it, too much. Um, but yeah, for me, looking at this list, obviously we've only kind of gone through the highlights here. There's a very expansive list, and especially when you've got things like the uh, PlayStation Premium Editions, uh, with, with some nice little games in there but we are keeping this a little bit shorter just for this episode because we do have so much to go through for me the standouts here if you haven't played it already is Dishonored 2 Dishonored 2 is one of those games that is an absolute masterpiece there's no other words for it it's exceptional I earned the platinum I know Spence you weren't a massive fan of this game um, but Dishonored doesn't really do it for you anyway does it oh I love Dishonored 1 or did you? It was just Dishonored 2 didn't work for you for whatever I reason. I found Dishonored 2 really boring. Yeah, but Dishonored 1, I adored it. What What is it? Is it the difference in powers? Is it the way that the environments are a little bit more kind of open-ended and they're a bit more intricate than the first game? Is Was there anything in particular that didn't work for you? Nothing. There was nothing on the nose. Like, there wasn't anything specific I could say that really put me off it. It was just, I just never found it fun. Wow. Well, in my time of playing it, with Dishonored 1, it's like, this game's sick the entire way through. And Dishonored 2, I was just like, I don't know. I, I think it changed too much without expanding enough, in Ooh. a way, if you know what I mean for me. Did you make it to the Clockwork House? I think Dishonored so. Two? I played it when it came out. I haven't played it since. Okay. Because there's, there's an area you go into, and it was, it was the part that I think at the time they were really hyping up on trailers and kind okay. of everything else. And the way it works is you go into this environment, and throughout the time you're exploring around this map, it's made like a like a clockwork puzzle. And so everything's moving and changing and 
And so you, when you're moving around the environment, it might be safe one time, mm. and then you go back through the door, and the configuration is completely different. Okay. And now there's a load you. of enemies in there, or there's just different different things there. And they're full of these kind of like clockwork enemies that you can disable, uh, but I don't think you can kill them. Uh, you can kind of like disable them, and then they kind of reconfigure and, and recome back I'll online. Re-animate. It's been a while since I played mm. in mind. But all I know is that Dishonored 2, to me, felt like a natural progression of Dishonored. And the story isn't quite as good, I don't think, as the first game, but it's an interesting tale nonetheless. And it's great to be able to see the difference in powers uh, now you're playing as Corvo's daughter, uh, which was a really nice touch. Great game, thoroughly recommend it. And for those that have a PSVR 2, the other choice here is Humanity. So Humanity, you can play uh, it's PS4, PS5, kind of everything. But if you've got VR it opens up a brand new way to be able to perceive the world and the puzzles. And apparently it's the best way to play. So if you do have that, th- uh, highly recommended. Uh, I know that Lurian, uh, listener of the show, he was raving about it on Twitter. I haven't had the opportunity and the chance. Well, I have. I've just been playing COD, uh, <laughs> trying to improve my KD ratio like a goddamn loser. I haven't got around to this yet. I will at some point. Don't know when. And at this point... With everything we got coming out now, Street Fighter in a couple of weeks, I'm not even going to say I'll get to it soon because it probably <laughs> yeah. won't happen. But I, I will get to it. It definitely will be one that will get downloaded. And eventually, I'll give you a write-up on it. But th- those are my two picks out of this list for sure. Lovely stuff. For me, lads, I'll keep it very brief. Ratchet and Clank, Rift's part, Platinum, they're not going to touch it. No need. Uh, humanity. I would like to give it a go. Now that I know there's a PSVR 2 mode, I think I'll definitely quite keen to give it a go. It seems like kind of just a weird little puzzle game. And mm. I love puzzles. We said this. I adore puzzles. So I'm happy to give that a little go. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion. I actually love Watch Dogs 1 and 2. Oh, do I you? really like the Watch Dogs games. Wow. I actually really like them. Uh, mainly, I always found hacking cool and stuff. Never bothered to do anything with it. Never looked into it or anything. But the idea of hacking is just really cool. And I think they do it well in the games. And I just like them. I think they're great. I beat Watch Dogs 1 in a day. Wow, Sat wait. on my computer and just grinded it. And I adored it. And then Watch Dogs 2, I got like 80% through. And I dropped off. But that's just because I got busy. Not because I wasn't enjoying the game. I would be quite keen to try this one out. And if it is multiplayer and stuff, then let's get on it, boys. Great time. Dishonored 2, maybe I'll try it again. Maybe. But I won't. <laughs> let's be honest <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i won't i got street fighter 6 is like ne- next week man come on yeah what, true. what are we on about absolutely not i ain't playing any of these games you got six is like a week away i know let's be real listeners what you what are you thinking but yeah that's that's my list i suppose so lads moving on i am going to be passing it to you davy okay bring it on and for you, the household appliance. <laughs> what a category <laughs> mind. Fantastic cat, right? little genre. That's sick. I would like to hear. And I, this definitely counts as a household appliance, by the way. Okay. A base PS4 at the end of the generation trying to run Warzone. Okay. Would, that, would, would you class a console as an appliance? I wouldn't, but I'm going to let it ride. Okay. Going to let it ride. Yeah. Okay. Because I want to hear it. All right. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. So, you're getting in from our day's work. Sit down. Oh, I can't wait to play Warzone with the boys tonight. Press your button. 
you get a nice base bit of fan with the PlayStation, no matter what. Get onto COD. Click that Warzone button. <laughs> Shit, look at that guitar! Guitar! <laughs> Welcome to the gulag, brother. <laughs> and then it starts again. <laughs> it's the cutscene. <laughs> the cutscene stops it. Yeah. Quick news. Quick news. Oh, boys. Oh, have I got some quick news for you today. Yesterday, from the day of us recording, a brand new trailer came out. And it was a trailer that we were expecting because Ed Boon, bless his gorgeous soul, was posting out on Twitter that it was time. It was coming. Mortal Kombat 12, a.k.a. Mortal Kombat 1. Now, this trailer was about two and a half minutes long, and it was mostly a CG kind of trailer. However, it did have some gameplay elements that were there for the keen eye. But the interesting thing about this, for those that maybe don't know the story of Mortal Kombat, the way Mortal Kombat 11 ended was Liu Kang being given the powers of a god. And through that, he defeated Kronika, I believe that was her name, and decided to reset the timeline. He had to shape it in his image. And what this looks like with Mortal Kombat 1 is that things aren't right in this new dimension. In this new timeline, they're not acting the way they should. Now, for, for keen eyes of Mortal Kombat, they'll know straight away that this isn't just some way to be able to scrub the timeline clean and just redo everything that's done before it's not like a remake it's not a flash moment is it it's not a flash well it's kind of like a flashpoint moment yeah it is yeah it's more down that line because what you've got is you've got old enemies that at the start of the franchise hated each other i.e scorpion and sub-zero mm. with the two separate two separate clans you've got the link way and whatever the hell scorpion's clan is i can never remember but they're friends in this Ooh. Very interesting. You got Melina and um, and Katana working together. Uh, you got it, it, it's wild, absolutely wild. The thing for me that makes me go crazy about this, though, that gore, that goddamn gorgeous gore, <laughs> and it was wild. It was absolutely what made me feel that we like, ugh, ugh, like ugh. just seeing some of the some of the disgusting shit, especially putting thumbs through eyes is savage <laughs> it's absolutely savage now before i get your thoughts on this guys so a couple of the key details that we do know about this coming out september 19th so we don't have long if you pre-order it depending on the release depending on the version that you go for you can get early access and that also means if you pre-order it you get access to shang Tsung, new character now there's quite a few different versions of this i'm not going to run through all of them but the crazy thing is that if you want to get a head start on other people, it kind of pays to pay because you get access to DLC characters five days early, access to the game five days early. So you, you get quite a bit of a running start with this. It's a bit scummy from Warner Bros. Sounds like it, yeah. And the thing is, it's got, just like the other Mortal Kombat, it's got inbuilt game currency. Mm -hmm. So you earn so much of this currency to start with from some of these more expensive versions, which I assume you can use to purchase cosmetics. I'm hopeful, and they haven't confirmed this or not, I'm hopeful they do away with the whole gear system 
that was a big part of Mortal yes. Kombat 11 because that gear was annoying. And it also meant that when you got to tournaments and stuff, it kind of could throw off balance. Um, there was often there was a tournament mode in there which would which would strip out all this gear, but it's it's kind of just annoying, mm-hmm. and it's there purely to drive cosmetics and resale value and 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 selling stuff through the store. So we don't know about that. But final piece that's interesting about this before I chuck it over to you guys: this isn't a traditional Mortal Kombat in the way that it's a one v one. It's not just a two D fighter or a three D fighter like Mortal Kombat has been. This is the time when we're going down the same avenue as Marvel vs. Capcom 1, where you pick your main character and you pick a cameo character who is an assist. Mm-hmm. So it means the game has got a full assist system. So you pick your, your character from uh, a roster and then you've got a separate roster entirely, which is the cameo characters. So they're, they're not fully uh, playable characters, but it's a good way to include people that otherwise wouldn't be in there. Very, very interesting. And of course, it couldn't be Mortal Kombat without it being some DLC rumors. And the DLC rumors are Homelander from The Boys. Really? Peacemaker. So John Cena is going to be in it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, so quite a lot of information for Mortal Kombat already out there. And this is only the initial reveal. We got a lot more to go, according to Ed Boon, in the next couple of months. What are your thoughts on this trailer? Have you seen it, Phil? I have seen it, and we are getting close to the golden age, aren't we? We are. Of fighting games. We are literally spoilt for choice. A new Street Fighter, a new Tekken, a new Mortal Kombat. Where are we going to find the time? I don't have enough time for one of these games, let alone three. (laughs) I know. Impossible, right? But Mortal Kombat obviously has a story and a single-player game that is actually interesting to play. Yeah. Unlike Street Fighter of the past, okay? So potentially I may buy Mortal Kombat to play that, but going down the competitive route, learning this game, I'm not going to have time because my focus is going to be Street Fighter. That's the one I've chosen out of the three. But you're right, this game looks superb, and that gore, oh, it brings back those feelings when I had the 32X in my Mega Drive and I was playing the original Mortal Kombat and I put on the blood as a child and I did that uppercut and that blood splurt out and I was like, oh, look, we've done something naughty here. There's blood on the screen. This is why it was an 18. And that's what I love about these games. Incredible stuff. What about yourself, Spence? What are your thoughts uh, on the trailer, on the gameplay decisions? Kind of your thoughts overall on Mortal Kombat 1? Sure. So initially, my first thought I had was, what a stupid title. Absolutely terrible title. We go from 11 to 1, and I understand it's because it's reset. I understand, but I still think it's a terrible title. Just call it Mortal Kombat. If you're going to call it Mortal Kombat 1, no one says 1, except for the Xbox One, and you don't want to be an Xbox. Terrible. Yeah, it's got a point there, hasn't it? Does, yeah. yeah, I can get behind that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. down with that. Down with it. Terrible decision-making. But the game itself looks absolutely sick. The graphics, it looks like, I understand they were CG cutscenes, but Mortal Kombat has always done this thing of transitioning from cutscene to gameplay very, very smoothly. And if the gameplay looks anything like those cutscenes did, it will be the most beautiful game on the PS5 because that looked insane. And then you chuck the gore in as well, like you were saying. The issue is the gore, I've always just thought, oh, that's cool. 
And like you said, Davey, this time I was a bit like, because it, it looks so real. The graphics are so nice that the gore is actually disgusting. It's not just cool and bloody for the sake of being bloody now. Now it's like, oh my God. There's going to be senses everywhere. <laughs> I kind of hope listeners don't just tune in at this point. Midway through that conversation, <laughs> and you two are just going. They're like, <laughs> they'd be like, oh yeah, talk about Mortal Kombat. Talk about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, know. Away. they'll know. But you got to think that every time we've had tournaments, like in MK11, there were tournaments. Whenever a fatality or a crushing blow or anything happened, they had to change a filter so that it went black and white because they couldn't have the gore. And now this gore is like dialed up to eleven, man. Tournaments are going to have the black screen. They're going to be like, we can't show this. I wonder, and this is something that I've been wondering about quite a lot. Monetizing Mortal Kombat content, if you're on YouTube, you know, uh, Twitch, anything like that, is a nightmare. It's a minefield because you've got all the gore, you've got all the blood, you've got all the like eviscerations, cuts, everything else, X-ray attacks that show bones breaking and snapping or bollocks literally exploding from being punched in them. Are you thinking, in this world at the moment where we're in, where... If you're scared of spiders, you can turn on arachnophobia mode so it doesn't have spiders in it, uh, where you can really change how disgusting the game is. Like, I think about Dead Space Remake. It had an option on there to turn off the really gory part. So yeah. where there's a part in Dead Space Remake where you're walking down a corridor and there's a, there's a miner on the Ishimura bashing his head into the side of a wall, really haunting, and as soon as you get close, he does the finishing blow. And just slides down it really slow. It's just it's horrible. It's awesome. Um, it's amazing. Do you think they'll go down that route with this and add that level of ex- uh, of accessibility, or do you think they'll say, "Nah, this is Mortal Kombat. This is the game's identity. No chance." There's also some very scantily clad women in this. Do you think they're going to have an option to put some clothes on them as well? well if they're going to be, not. I could turn the blood off. I can turn it back on. These women get some clothes on because it's too much. Well. The last Mortal Kombat, there was a lot of pushback from the community because they did start to go down that route. Really? Yeah, yeah, I did not know this. This this is quite funny. So, yeah, so a lot of people, all these weebs were really upset that certain characters who normally, like, for example, Jade. Jade's always just got massive boobs and she's wearing bugger all. In this, she was in basically... Did I say I was getting Street Fighter? (laughs) 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 So I don't know with that one. I mean... Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I imagine they're going, it's not going to be the same level that it was in like MK10, where it was wild, and MK9, and it was just in. Oh, they, they were in. Tits insane. and ass galore. Yeah. yeah, it was wild. It was a dead or alive game. It was, yeah. It's mental. So Bring I imagine that's a restraint on, on that to a certain extent. Um, but still be, you know, just like Street Fighter is, we're still very sexualized. You know, the men are really buffed up, the women are hot as hell. You know, they're fitties. Unless you, unless you fancy Devorah, which is literally a bug lady, in which yeah. case you need help. That's the one we were talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, she'll give you that, that kind of head that will blow your mind. That yeah. bug head. She'll give you the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, she'll give you that nod. You'll be like, oh, God, tie me up in that web. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, what, what are you thinking about this then? Are you thinking that they're going to go down an accessibility route with this or no chance? I think 100%. Previous games, they've always kind of done this, right? Go back to the um, 32X version of Mortal Kombat. You could turn the blood on and off. 
So why wouldn't they? If we, they're getting complaints and we're getting more PC these days, aren't we? You know, especially with all the streamers and everything else that's going on on Twitch. And it only just has to happen once. And then people lose their shit on Twitter, don't they? About, oh, they're showing too much of this. They're showing too much of that. So they have to account for this stuff at the moment, don't they? If they didn't, I would find that absolutely crazy. But MK, maybe with Ed Boon, still at the stern. He's the kind of guy just to say, fuck it, actually, leave it all in. Yeah. Yeah. So it could go either way. I'm sitting on the fence there. All right. What about yourself, Spence? What are you thinking? I think Ed Boon's a legend, but also, yeah, I, I very much agree with you, Phil. I think the issue is if you leave everything in, people are going to kick off because be like, this game's disgusting, all this. If you take everything out, the fans are going to kick off. Mm. If you put the option to have it and have it off, win-win. People are going to complain anyway, and then just the comments below it are going to be, just go in the settings. There's a switch. Just hit that switch and she's wearing a top now. <laughs> hit that switch and she's wearing no top. It's the booby button. It? Yeah, great button. Great button. Bloody, yeah, just, we've always said choice. Always have more choice. And I don't see why they wouldn't. It wouldn't be hard to implement at all. Just chuck it out. The only thing, right, and the the, the only benefit, I think, to this is because the game the game markers itself on its gore on its outrageousness. The only benefit I can see to them having this option would be that people can actually provide content for it, and not be scared of doing content for Mortal Kombat, and that would be the benefit. Is you get the advertisements, you get channels that can really grow and focus on Mortal Kombat, and not have to worry about I have to blur this, I have to stop yeah. this, I can't do this fatality, I can't do this, I can't do that. Whereas it opens the, the floodgates for that, but. If any of the mechanics are like MK11, where you had like x-ray moves, things like that, you couldn't change that, really. Other than if you had it go into an x-ray mode and nothing happens. I guess that would work and it would still serve the same purpose. Oh, I guess they can. Yeah, I'm kind of doing my own it argument. It exists here. in 11. There's a filter for it, I'm fairly sure. With the blood, uh, whenever there's gore, it goes black and white instead of red. And the X-ray, say like Joker has that one where he hits you in the chin and it cracks your jaw. Yeah. If you have to switch off, you just don't see an X-ray. It just does it in slow-mo. Oh. Oh, well, there I'm fairly sure it exists. I was going to say, in competitive, does any of this matter? Competitive, no, but it does affect streams. Sure, but like for competitive, they'd want to turn all this off because they actually just want the pure gameplay, don't they? They don't want all the fluff. Hmm. I always see the game, mate. Yeah, I always see it on. I always see really? it on. Yeah, okay. always see yeah. it on. I see people doing fatalities and everything else. Um, yeah, it's always on. Because it's, it's part of the series identity, isn't it? it? It was always marketed as just being that edgy version of Street Fighter, even though it played way worse than Street Fighter 2. I would have seen it a lot like with Smash Brothers. You're turning off the items because they just get in the way of the action. Yeah, I guess. But it's like with Mortal Kombat, that is 90% of it. It's like humiliating <laughs> your opponent, you know, doing a yeah. mercy in a grand finals, you know, things like that, which is just... Babality's still in it? They yes. weren't in the last one, yeah, but they they are known to be there. But you get friendships in this. Friendships are cute. Sure. I like the friendship. So like, yeah, Sub-Zero go and make him an ice cream and give him an ice cream. Right? Friendship comes up and they're cool. And you got to do very specific things to get them. So yeah. if someone's getting bodied and in mercy, the way in mercy works, you know when they're on the finish them stage like this. Wave around. You teabag. Right. And if you teabag loads, they come back with like a quarter of a health bar. Yeah, I know this. Yeah. And it's the most humiliating way to die ever. 
because yeah. it can also create some amazing upsets. So it's, it's worse than drowning in your dad's cup. Not as bad as that. Not as bad as that. Because that would bad. be fatality. That would, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comology. Comology. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to bring that back up. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not Moving quite as bad on. as that. But yeah, interesting nonetheless. I, I tell you what, I'm looking forward to seeing more and more combat in the future. And for, for me, for my money, it's being spent on Mortal Kombat. I'm getting oh. it. Day one. I'm getting it. I hope, I, hope it, I hope it looks poo poo. Sincerely, I can't. So I'll buy it. I will buy it. And like Phil said, I'm all in on Street Fighter. I want Street Fighter to take over my life. I can't have Mortal Kombat coming in September, me being like, oh, looks pretty good, wind. Oh, better learn whoever, Cassie Cage, if she's in the game. No. No. I want to win tournaments. Spence just goes for the babes, doesn't he? He does. And if Cassie Cage is in it, it'd be wild. Because this is throwing it back in time. So she should not be born. But, oh yeah, but now you got young Sonya. Yes, yes, you got young. Yes, yes, Ooh. you do. Oh yes, you do. Like Cassie's gone, bro. Kill for the mother, mate. Oh, yeah. You could make Cassie. Oh, <laughs> Fuck you. <it up. laughs> you can never escape it, and I shouldn't enable Spencer either, because this is all we get now. We'll get Sonya yeah. Blade or Cammy up until September and Who, beyond. Who's his pick for Tekken? Yeah, who's like? Do, oh, do, I ain't going near Tekken. What about Nina? You don't like Nina? What about that I robot don't... woman with the buzz saws? I can see you getting kinky <laughs> with her. Nah, I don't no? like a game that has a Z-axis. I'm not getting that. Ah, uh, right. You can twist and turn, man, and then there's like 50 input combo buttons. It's like, what the fuck is Tekken? You can hit people when they're on the ground for like a minute. You can still sweep them. Nah, that game ain't for me. No. Full of fit women, though, ain't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, maybe it is I've for me. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what they announce. Who's <laughs> <laughs> on DLC? Right. Well, moving swiftly on from Spencer's absolute debauchery. Mr. Hoy, I'm coming across to yourself. Let's do this. Household appliances. The one that I use probably more than any other in the house is a kettle. Okay. Okay. Give me a kettle. Give you the kettle. Okay. Here's the kettle. Give me the tea. Cup of tea, Davy. We can do a bit of role play. We're together. Oh, yeah, go on. Yes, yeah, fancy love, a cup of tea? I'd love one, thanks. All right, mate. I'll go and get you one. Oh, it's the water going in. Okay, nice. All right, moves over. Puts it in. Plugs in. Sugar with that? No thanks, mate. Milk? Sweet enough. <laughs> Double sugars then? Uh, milky enough, mate. Milky enough. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means, but sure. <laughs> there you go, mate. How's that? Oh, too hot. <laughs> <laughs> My lips. Oh. <laughs> this tea went bad. <laughs> All over your shit. Quick news. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a new MMORPG. And as 
Davy knows, that's massively multiplayer online role-playing game. And we are going to the Lord of the Rings. This game is coming from Amazon Games and the Embracer Group. It's going to be launching on PC and console. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Developed by Amazon Games, as I said, and it's an open-world MMO set in Middle-earth. It's in the early stages of production. Now, guys, Amazon don't have the best track record when it comes to releasing games <laughs> with Nova, Intensity, Breakaway, Krubicle. You know, these are all dead games that have gone through the Amazon works and they just haven't seen the light of day. So let's see what happens. I mean, Lord of the Rings, it's a perfect IP from MMORPG. Don't you think, guys? Oh, God, yeah. It is perfect IP for yeah. it. Oh, God, yeah. God, yeah. And I mean, any chance you get to play as an Urukai, I'm in. I'm in. That's like an unwritten rule of mine, really, is that if I can play as like a halfling, that's like the perfect specimen. An Urukai is like an orc. Well, it's just an orc that can go out in daylight, a.k.a. no weaknesses. Perfect be an being. orc. Not an orc, because they can't go out in daylight. So daylight hurts them. So it's a proper disadvantage. An Urukai can go out. So it can run long distances. And meets back on the menu, boys. I'd say that all the time as an Urukai. They'd be like, Jesus, we know. We know. It's never not on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> he always says it's his marriage that is the lack of sex. But really, <laughs> it's something else, isn't it, mate? It's the, it's the fact that I keep telling the wife that I want her to role play as an Urukai at night. And she's like, no, we did it one time. One time. <laughs> and never again. Well, now you've got all that extra time. An MMORPG is a perfect way to spend your time. <laughs> all those times where you could be going to bed early, rubbing your hands together. You could be sat in front of your computer, bashing out on Lord of the Rings. I could be, yeah. I could be showing who is the Lord of that ring. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Spencer, what do you think about this? Would you be up for playing a bit of Lord of the Rings MMO? Uh, absolutely not. I think I'm too dead set. If I ever get into an MMO, it's going to be World of Warcraft. I'm not keen on any other MMO unless it blows me away with its trailers and I'm not <laughs> trusting of Amazon games. And that, yeah. I'm not that big on Lord of the Rings, unfortunately. What? I like really? it. I like it a lot, but never enough to be like, oh, new Lord of the Rings, let's go. I mean, I've not watched all the Hobbits. I didn't watch that what? show they did. Wild. I don't, I'm wild. Not Absolute wild take. First really Metal Gear Solid, first. 6 out of 10. Now he's not watched Lord of the Rings. Crazy. I've watched Lord of the Rings. I've not seen but the whole of them. You've seen the extended all the Lord, editions. I've seen the trilogies, the extended editions of the trilogies. Okay, I have them. On, I have them on DVD. Okay, that's fine. Oh, I, I have them. It. I don't think I have them anymore. I think I gave them to my brother, and he never gave them back. But I haven't seen. I've seen the first Hobbit, not the other two, and I've not seen that show that they did. On oh, the show's good. The show's good. Hobbit, quite average, to be fair. Yeah. You haven't really missed too much. Uh, but I do agree with you. MMOs is too much time. It's too much of a it's too much of a time sink, and like you say, it's Amazon Games. You know, <laughs> you'd have to see it before before you had it. And even if it came out and it was the next coming of Christ, it was insane. I don't have time for that. Ain't no, nobody got true. time for that. And you know, I'm in my thirties. I can't be playing MMOs RPGs anymore. It's it's not the style of game you can just dip in and dip out and still have fun with. No. Yeah. Well, I definitely couldn't because I lost years of my life to World of Warcraft. I played at the competitive edge uh, when it came to PVE, and I was on there twenty four seven and nearly failed my university degree because of the game. <laughs> it took me that hard, um, so I'm not going back. 
I don't even want to talk about World of Warcraft because uh, I'm thinking about it now. So let's move on. Spencer, <laughs> coming back round to you, I want your best impression of a blender. Blender. All right. So blend me up a smoothie. Sure, mate. So first, got to plug him in. <laughs> it's the same as the Hoover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Draw, Why's he got down. nothing plugged in ever in this house? Well, you have your blender plugged in all the time. How often Depends do you how much blend? You blend. How, yeah, I, I don't know. You I, knew I was coming round. Yeah, you know he likes when you blend. thought you'd like a blended beverage. Every <laughs> single time, mate. That's wild. I bought a blender ages ago. I've used it twice. You've already tidied up the house years. with the Hoover. Now you've got to blend your smoothie. That's true. <laughs> Make a mess. Plug him in. He's plugged in. Film it. You're on my ass. What kind of smoothie do you want, mate? Do you want like bananas? Do you want what? What fruit of choice? Strawberry, I think. Strawberry. You got strawberries? I got. I got. I got strawberries. Do you want like maybe a spoonful of peanut butter in there? Some. Uh, yeah, spice it up a little bit for me. Do you want mate? a bit of protein? Protein powder. I'm trying to bulk at the moment, as exactly, everyone can see. Yeah, steam. Thinking about that, mate. Looking out for you. All right, there you go, mate. Pop it in. Nice. Give you a little double scoop. Ooh, he's getting oh, big. Oh, How many pallets of strawberries he putting in? How many roofies is he putting in? <laughs> yeah. That's that's the worry for me here. <laughs> Should little strawberries. Maybe a few little peanuts as well. Sprinkle them in. Lovely stuff. And now ready. Only got one setting. It does. It's on max, bro. It's on max. I'm I'm efficient. <laughs> on or off fuck the fucking lids come off <laughs> Phil your smoothie's on the floor I'll be drowning in it later lick it up <laughs> <laughs> quick news actually I was a thought of a worse way to die again <laughs> in the smoothie drowning in boiling hot tea Oh, yeah, but you wouldn't drown in the... You'd burn to death. In no, you'd drown. Burn from tea? Burn to death? Mate, if you put your hand over over a kettle when the steam's going... Well, I did just a minute ago. I was fine. Oh, it, oh, <laughs> oh, oh that was imaginary. This one, real oh, life... Oh, the impression was very good, though. I, Look, I, I read my answer. It. I believed it, yeah. I believed it. <laughs> but no, it's, uh, it's bad. Yeah, you, you wouldn't want that. You, Is you that would... what you get up to at home? No, when... I, Sorry to, to derail the podcast. When my summer's first born, right? <laughs> when my summer's first born, you are, when you're dealing with a newborn, it is the most tired you've ever experienced in your life. Doesn't even make sense how tired you are. It's ridiculous. And it's mm. because the little bastards wake up like every hour. So you can't get real sleep. If you had like three hours straight, you'd be fine. No bother. Did it. You've done it for like 20 years when you've been out in the nightclub, right? <laughs> Don't know when I got sued. Ten years, <laughs> twenty years. You get sued from ten. Uh, you've been, you've been clubbing but since then. Um, anyway, having like one hour of broken sleep every now and again, I put the kettle on so I could disinfect the bottle, and I wanted to reach over and grab a cup because on the other side of the kettle, in, in my house, the way I had it set up. Sure, that's and, your first problem. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I was sleep deprived. And what happened is... What, when you installed the kitchen? <laughs> yeah, when I, <laughs> yeah, when I put the cups there. And I reached through the steam to grab a cup, wow. pulled it out, and di I was so tired, I didn't even realise that I'd even burn anything to start with. And so I was already hand full through. I had to pull it back through the steam. My entire arm came out in massive blisters, and it was excruciating. And 
I realized when I was about halfway back through the steam and I could have gone this way. I thought I've gone far enough. You could have kept going. Just I did. I came all the way back through. I was like, oh, the steam. What's steam to a man? Came back through and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was straight under that cold tap and it was savage. It was savage. And, and that was Cass's fault, not yours. It was, yeah, he, he got beaten that day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Held him over the kettle, mate. Like, but this is what you put me through. <laughs> it's one of those reasons why I have only got one child. It's things like that that I'm like, nope, never doing this again. And I'm always making the tea for you. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whenever you come over, I'm never letting you make a tea. No, no, never do it. Because you might decide to end it there and then. <laughs> Oh, dear, dear, dear. All right, back on track, shall we, lads? Quick news. VGC have reported that Deviation Games, who is currently making a PlayStation-backed multiplayer IP, has been hit with significant layoffs, reporting as many as 90 people may be affected, which is a massive portion of the studio's total staff. If 90 is true, then it could be more than half the total of heads at the studio. And if that's the case, we could see the new IP being cancelled. What a sad time. I mean, just last episode, we talked about, um, I've already forgot who it was, the Concrete Genie guys. They've already gone. gone. Yeah, they're gone. And now layoffs as well with Deviation Games. What a terrible time. I mean, you could look at it a couple of different ways, can't you? Um, on one hand, it's sad. Because um, multiplayer, um, you know, first party games are a rarity in the PlayStation catalog. It's actually something we're really sorely missing. Yeah, true. And they have stated before that they're going to have this focus on these live service games that they're going to be putting out from PlayStation. Mm. So, yeah. So if with one take from the other. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's not it's not. I, am I gutted? Yes, in a way, because I really want to know what they're working on. It, uh, over there to be bought in the first place right and this is a studio that are made up from a lot of veteran people um so this isn't just a studio that's come out of nowhere this is a studio that's been formed from all ex-developers from loads of different like high-class studios come together uh to form them so am i a bit shocked that they've done this yes however one thing that i am liking from this is that we're seeing some quality control from playstation and if they weren't up to snuff, whatever they were doing, I'd rather it just stop and just go. Because we've seen what happens on the other side of the fence when you look at the Xbox ecosystem and Redfall, when that should have been stopped 18 months ago. And it never was. And it gets released and it's shit. And all it does is it damages the brand, damages the image. If you're coming out with something and you're having a focus on you want live service games, you want them to be a winner, you want them to come out and be good, We've already got one live service game in the catalog now from buying Bungie and having Destiny, but you need to have more. And they're a moneymaker, as we know, True. when you look at the, you know, Warzone, you look at Apex Legends and Fortnite and everything else. I'd rather them say, right, well, if this ain't here, this concept ain't strong enough, it's not unique enough, whatever the case is, cut it. It might suck, but nothing's worse than putting another couple of years of development time in, wasting resource, and putting out something that's half-baked and should never have got to that point. So it, it's good in a way, if you think about it. I don't think the 90 families are looking at it that way, Davey. No, but then again, it's not like as if, sure, these people have been let go, but they're 
more than likely contractors. And it's it's part of the job, right? It's part of the part of the worry that comes with that. And they can always move over to Media Molecule. Yes, get them in. <laughs> get them in. <laughs> get them in. Because they've got an open door policy at the moment. <laughs> Anyone who's got an idea, quickly, guys, help us out. That's how I'd be running PlayStation right now. Straight. Everyone <laughs> everyone that gets binned off, you're in Media Molecule, and you, one of you That's will a make threat. a game. <laughs> yes. If you guys don't make a good game, you're going to Media Molecule. <laughs> <laughs> and we never close them for whatever reason, so you will stay yeah. there in perpetuity making shit. <laughs> and that's all you that's do purgitude. Purgitude. <laughs> yeah. that's it you are there forever and and there's no coming back from this and you can never leave you're stuck <laughs> yeah so that's the threat so yeah so that, that's the way i view it i don't know if you've got any thoughts on uh, uh any other thoughts on this though guys spence have you have you got any kind of um it's, it's like you said it's situational because if it was the fact that they were going to release a pile of wank then I'm glad that they'd just step away from it and be like, look, you guys weren't doing good work. We don't need you or whatever. And like you said, they probably were contractors, which is they'll get another gig in like however long. It won't take long. They'll be fine. They'll get back on their feet. It's, I think the main point that you said that I kind of very much agree with is just the lack of first party multiplayer games we're getting at the minute. There's none. There aren't any. There really aren't. And I would love for one. I would really love for one. Granted, are we going to play COD instead? Yeah. Yeah, we will. But it'd still be nice to have that option. And, I mean, the ones we've had in the past have all been sick. Mm. Absolutely fantastic. Just bring them. Do it again. That's all I want. And if this is the first case we were going to have and it's already going down this route, it's just not looking good for the future. So I, I don't know exactly where I stand. I don't think it's the worst thing that could have happened. It's better than I'm closing a studio, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, it is what it is. Well, it's not confirmed that they're they're ending the game. This was just our assumption based off the uh, amount of people yeah. leaving. Um, so, fingers crossed, the uh, the remaining heads there um, can, uh, you know, still push it over the line and we get to see what they've been working on. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We don't know. And it is speculation. I imagine that whatever they were working on has hit the scrap heap or had a major rework. So I don't think we're going to be seeing anything from from them for quite a while. But who knows? See see what happens. No point in speculating on something when we've got a whole topic of speculation coming up shortly about PlayStation. Two 90s. topics. Two topics. And yes, yeah, and two rumors. Yeah. So Oh, two rumors, yeah, one topic. Yeah. All speculation. All speculation. Nightmare. Yeah. Alright, so leave that aside then. Moving on. Gonna keep this. Tell you what today, boys. We've had a few weird circles. We've had a few triangles in the past. Today, I'm quite liking the circle. So, Davey, I'm coming to you again. I would like to hear the sound of... So much build-up. Why is there so much build-up? Lots of tension, isn't there? Of, you know, a dodgy oven where the light doesn't actually work, so you're holding the gas for ages, and it's doing the... You're trying to light it, and it's ticking. Yes. You're a dodgy oven. Okay. And you're trying to get it started, but you're also trying not to release so much gas that you blow up the house. Okay. All right. I gotcha. I, I got you for this. <laughs> <laughs> I've been practicing this one. Oh, yeah, this, like... I've lived for this. Right. Okay. Cause my mum's oven is exactly this. Is is this is what happens to my mother's oven? She should have thrown it out years ago. 
Check it out for the scrappy. Your mum throws ovens. She's she's strong she's woman. Big. <laughs> she's big muscles on that girl. This is why I always behaved in school. <laughs> she, Get she, out of my house. She can throw the oven. Let what could she do to a ten year old me? That's why you always hold went you over to the kettle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'll burn you. I'll burn you, kid. So you going in. I'm not going to mess around too much with this. You guys are really. Like as if you're bloody running a shop here or a cafe or something. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take this down to what the impression is. You don't have to plug this one in because it's gas. Yeah, it's already it's plumbed. Already told the story, <laughs> mate. You've already dragged it out. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> so what you do? Lift the top. Uh, up. WD forty on that. You open it to make sure no one's left anything inside. Clear, clear, clear. Pull down the grill. Hit the thing. Grills on. Working. Perfect. Put the bacon in. Lovely. Now for the all-important eggs. Got my time just right. Smells like bacon. See, quick news. Project Leonardo has got a name. For those that don't remember what Project Leonardo is, it is the accessibility controller. We spoke about it a number of episodes ago, so we're not going to go too deep into it, but it is called the access controller. Makes sense. Really, really good. Great this finally got a name. Great to see more information on it. Loads of detail on the PlayStation blog. We discussed this in a lot of detail and nothing has changed. With that, no point going any further, guys. So I'm going to pass this back over to yourself, Mr. Hoy. Okay, what you got? So the thing I would like from you today, appliance-wise, you've got lots of choices. Home appliance, are we including garden appliances with this? Is it in your home? Depends where you keep it, doesn't it? Well, if it's down <laughs> the allotment, it's not in your home. No, who does that? You got a shed? People with an allotment. <laughs> yes, fair enough. All right, well... I, I think your garden one. counts as part of your home. I'd say so. I'd say so. I would like a strimmer, please. A strimmer? Strimmer. Okie doke. So I'm going out to my allotment. <laughs> mm, okay. Get in the car. Point Start down. the car. <laughs> <laughs> Drive 10 miles. <laughs> it's a long journey to my allotment. Strangely, I've got it up north. <laughs> right, get out of the car. Straight into my allotment. Oh, those plants look a little... You know, overgrown. Let's get the uh, the old strimmer out. <laughs> Why are we doing these so long today? We're all doing it as well. <laughs> that was incredible. That was incredible. Quick news. Oh my god, that was so good. Takes your breath away, doesn't it? So guys, episode one of The Expanse, a Telltale series, launches July 27th for the PS5, PS4, and Xbox series. And also available on the PC via the Epic Store. With a following four episodes released every two weeks. For me, I cannot wait 
to get into the world of Expanse and see what the guys over at Telltale have done with this series. Cannot wait. Anyone else interested in it? I've mentioned it a couple of times on the show. I'm trying to convince you guys. I know you, you've you played a few of these uh, previous iterations uh, of Telltale games and very much enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. Does the Expanse IP interest you? No, not really. Uh, sorry, no. But I, what I am interested in is because you've never really played a Telltale game, I don't think. Walking Dead. You did. You have played Walking have. Dead, have you? Yeah. Oh, excellent. Not all the way through, because you did buy it me for a Christmas or a birthday. Ages ago, yeah. Ages ago, but I, I, I've i played through episode one. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. You started it. Oh, you got to finish that. Jesus Christ. What a great game. Um, Yeah, I'll be interested to, to hear your thoughts when you play it through and see how far things have changed. If that was your only one that you have played it is. from there, they've made a lot of improvements and a lot of things have stayed the same. So it, it will be quite interesting to see what they do in terms of like the mini games and, and, and that kind of thing to add more gameplay variety into a Telltale experience because Walking Dead was a case of it's a point-and-click adventure. Sure. So they have moved on quite a bit from that. Um, for me, I'm not, I don't know The Expanse. I haven't watched it. So me and your dad haven't convinced you to watch The Expanse. It's on the list, but you know when the we list... we are both massive fans. So we've talked about this so many times to you. Oh, if you knew... Pull your finger out. Oh, mate. Honestly, this list is ridiculous. I haven't watched Game of Thrones. So I only finished Breaking Bad last year. So, you know, it will get there. I will get there. You boys need to play less games. I can't believe I'm saying this on a PlayStation podcast, but play less games, watch a little bit more TV. Yeah. I, and I, Spencer, you need to watch the rest of The Lord of the Rings. Come on. Yeah, it's nah. a crime. It's a goddamn crime. What about yourself, Spence? What are your thoughts on this? Um, yeah, I mean, like, same as you, Davey, I don't care about The Expanse, and I'm probably never going to watch it either. I, I just watch my own stuff. I'm watching Ted Lasso at the minute, and it's fantastic. I'm on season three. It's great. I've done that in, like, three days as well. I did, like, 45-minute episodes, 12 episodes a season. Wow. I'm binging it, and it's great. Fantastic little show. And God knows what I'll watch after that, but it's not going to be The Expanse. What I am quite keen for is just a return of Telltale. Because they've been MIA for however long, wiped off the face of the earth. But for their return, I'm way more keen for um, what's it called, Dwarf Among Us. Mm, sure, yeah, fair. I'm enough. happy to sit and wait for that for my Telltale experience. And then, you know, maybe if that blows me away, I'll be like, oh, maybe I should try The Expanse. And then maybe after playing that, I'll be like, oh, I bet the show's pretty good. And then that's how it begins. Once but, you hear my review when I've played it. I'll change your mind. And or, I'll promise you that. Or it'll change yours. Or I'll just buy it you for Christmas and you'll have to play it. Yes, that works well. That works very well. Because I've played some incredible games because of that. That's true. And I've still got quite a few games to get through because of that. <laughs> but moving on, let's heat things up for you, Spencer. We've just moved away from the cooker that Davey did. I want you now to do a microwave. I want you to heat me up some 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 food, some grub. I've, you know, you've cleaned the house for me. You've made me a smoothie, smoothie in the blender. So now sure. I want some dinner. I want some scran. All right, sure. Hang on. Let me let me check the fridge. <laughs> Plug it in first, mate. <laughs> the fridge is plugged in, mate. Funnily enough, the fridge is plugged in. That's wild. The fridge is plugged in. Needs to do for you on that. What do you want, mate? What do you fancy? Was this cook? <laughs> What are you fancying, Phil? I'm fancying a ready meal. Do you have a curry Ooh, in there? Ready meal. I tell you what, I do. It's from Asda as well. It's one of the nice ones. It's got that um, onion gravy. 
gravy, onion gravy. Gravy on a curry. <laughs> it's a value. It's a yeah. value one. Could tell it's from Asda. <laughs> I was hoping for a Waitrose, but no it's chance not, that Spencer was high. It's a budget in my head. I used to buy the um, gravy and sausage. They did a mash and add onion gravy in it. Spencer's walking out of Asda like this. Knows <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming round. He he's is. bought my strawberries, right, from a smoothie, and he's bought peanuts. Strangely, goes into a smoothie. Juke. And now, now he's got me some sausage and mash when I've asked for a curry. But yeah, anyway, I'll let it fly. Only ready meal we got, mate. Sorry, I thought it was a curry. Turns out we put the wrong sleeve on the wrong ready meal. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it's done. So I'll tell you what. I'll get out of the fridge for you. Yeah, thank fridge. you. Pull the sleeve off. Where's my fork? Open the drawer. Bang. Bang. Got me fridge. You got to poke holes in the ready meal. Classic. Stab, shank that bitch. Everywhere. That'll do. That'll do. Chuck it back. Actually, chuck it in the sink. It's got a bit of onion gravy on, on the tip. Cold <laughs> onion gravy as well. Chuck that in the sink. There you go. It's in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> Everything sounds the same in Spencer's household. <laughs> it all sounds like a Hoover uh, or, or like, what What were those little things you got in um, uh, cornflakes where they like pop up? Oh, yeah. You know, those little things that bounce and you should take to school? It all sounds oh, like that. Little, pop, little frog uh, things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Two minutes, mate. It's just ready. It'll only take two minutes. Plug the microwave in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> Go. <laughs> Open a door, pop it in. There we are. I was gonna do the noise again. <laughs> Shut. It's an automatic microwave. No buttons. <laughs> it knows. It reads your mind. Just knows. It's just on knows. the ready meal setting, mate. It's already on the setting. It's all I eat. <laughs> He's gonna do this for two minutes. It sounds like it's Hoover, doesn't it? And it's blender. <laughs> Ting. Oh, oh, nice. Open, grab it. It's ready, mate. Come get it. <laughs> Quick news. <laughs> We've got some new DLC coming to the wonderful world of Dead by Daylight. And you'll be glad to know, Phil, the DLC in that game isn't region locked. So wow, wow. you could get it. I might I dive in. What is this IP? This <laughs> this IP is one of the scariest things they've added, I think. And that is Nicolas Cage himself. And you'd think, oh, well, which of his characters? He's he's done quite a lot of characters over time. None of them. It's just him. <laughs> just, just so weird. Big old Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to think, how did this deal come about? Like there's this only speculation and we've got enough speculation coming so we won't get on to that but it's confirmed <laughs> Nicolas Cage is coming to Dead by Daylight what are your thoughts boys I think it's absolutely incredible I honestly I think this is brilliant and the way I looked at it I thought it was like a joke to start with and then when I when I watched the trailer through and no it, it is just Nick Cage it's fully Nick Cage like everywhere all over it and I thought wow this is wild. Can you imagine any other celebrity doing this? No, but I can imagine Nick Cage doing it. It's so on brand for him. And I was like, yes, I'm so in for this. What I need now is just all the different cosmetics to be all the different characters that he's played. 
Yes. Excellent. Good idea. Excellent. And maybe we might get a two for one on this because in Face Off, Nicolas Cage's character <laughs> got John Travolta's face. <laughs> That's insane. Could it happen? Maybe. Watch this space. But yeah, I'm so in for this. I think I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I loved it. My question with this is, do you think Nicolas Cage knows what Dead by Daylight is? Or has he just gone, do you know what? I just need some more money here. A video game? Appear in a video game? Sure, I'll sign on the dotted line. I don't care. Have my, have my IP, but only me. Nothing to do with any of the films, because I can't get more money for that. If it's just purely me, I can get the max amount of money. Dead by Daylight are like, yeah, all right, why not? We'll just have a, a celebrity as a celebrity, in it. Um, win-win. You know, they'll all earn money off this, won't they? I can't yeah. imagine he knows anything about this game. See, my theory for it is I think Nick Cage is an avid DVD fan. And I think he's been sweating it, grinding it out. And he was just like, I'm Nick Cage. What am I doing? And he just called them up and he's just guessed their number. <laughs> just guessed their number and just calls them up. He's like, yo, this is Nicholas bloody Cage. Put me in the game, please. And they're like, yeah okay <laughs> I, I guess and like what are you can do say no to Nicolas Cage nah come on if he has to be in a game they're putting him in the bloody game and he's he's making his money off it 100% too I reckon he instigated it I reckon that's the only way it would just be Nick Cage it's the only thing that makes sense to me it kind of sounds like a joke out. in a bar doesn't it you know like should we go and ask Nick Cage if he wants to be in the game send a beer over alright Nick we just um yeah would, would, would you be in our game? And he's like, hell yeah. You know, he's already kind of slaughtered. He's already there. He's, he's tapped a few already, right? So uh, he, he's just signed there and then. He's just gone in. I think he might regret it. Oh, I think he's going to love it. And I agree with you, Spence. I reckon he's definitely, definitely knows what DBRD is. I reckon he plays it. And he's, whenever I watch interviews with Nick Cage, he's a weird guy, right? Really weird, but such a legend. But he's super knowledgeable on like every form of media. Like okay. someone will say about like a movie that came out in like 1922. And he's like, oh yeah, I know. That was directed by la 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 la. That was done by whom? La, 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 la. He knows like every single bit of detail. Has he watched Lord of the Rings? Definitely would have. Yeah? Yeah, yeah okay. 100%. The Expanse? Would've. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't know about The Expanse. Don't know. Don't know. Because there's a lot of people who don't watch it. Uh, two out of three uh, don't watch it, according to the statistic in this uh, in this podcast. But yeah, I reckon he 100% did. And it's not too far off brand for gaming at the moment because Call of Duty, you can play as a load of footballers, you can play as Taylor Tapman, you know, all these different people, you can just get skins for them. So, you know, you can play as Messi shooting people in Call of Duty. Call of Duty. That's <laughs> what I'm doing wrong. I'm not Messi. You're not using the yeah, Messi skin. Messy. You run well fast, yeah. And you don't miss. <laughs> you don't miss, mate. That what you kind of know about football. They but, run fast. Well, and Messi doesn't miss. What do they do? They shoot balls, and they and they run a bit with a ball. I'm guessing, as soon as he was the best player in the world, he does both of those quite well. Does he wear his kit? I imagine he wears a kit, but in like COD, a football kit or a cod kit. Yeah, he's it's wearing a cod, a cod kit. kit in the okay. in the thing. He's not okay. running around in a you know. <laughs> in a football outfit just, just a football outfit <laughs> yeah well they wouldn't be able to get the licenses for for said club, for club. that Messi plays for <laughs> I don't want to say I don't want to get sued <laughs> you can whisper it to me I won't put it in the edit what clubs do you play for football club okay yeah yeah he plays for that one <laughs> yeah for, plays for the football does. club um yes 
So yeah, it's not too it's not too far off brand, <laughs> is what I'm saying here. Yes. So yeah, I I think it's cool anyway, and that's yeah. the main thing, right? Yeah, it is very cool. Now there is another bit of news for DVD, and I was okay. hoping you guys hadn't seen this. Uh, it was announced an hour before we started recording. Oh, I definitely have not seen this. No. Fresh and this is something specifically for you, Davey. Ooh, go on. Tweeted out an hour before a tiny teaser. They haven't shown what it is yet, but there was two logos in a video. The Dead by Daylight logo, uh-huh. followed by Supermassive Games. Oh. Oh. Okay. So, so what do you think it could be? Well, it's bound to be it it's bound to be something from Dark Pictures, right? Got yeah, this. obviously, yeah. But I'm thinking like what from Dark Pictures? Well, this is the thing. You can have all the core cast, because the thing about the Dark Pictures anthology is it's the same core actors that play different roles in every single game. Uh with the odd guest character here and there. Sure. But the vast majority of them are, are repurposed. So it means you can get all the survivors, you can get as the main cast. And then you just have different skins for them. So that makes perfect sense. And in terms of killers, if they wanted to go down a killer route for it, the only one that I think would make proper sense would be, and it'd be quite a boring killer, would be um, the the one from the most recent game, uh, which is, uh, is it Henry Holmes? Um, uh, the the guy who's like an American, the first American serial killer. Um, no. Him. I can't remember his name now. Some, something Holmes anyway. But he's the one that would make the most sense because he's an actual killer, whereas in the first game, there wasn't any killers. Second game, there wasn't really any killers either. Unless they put Werewolf in. I was going to say, do you not think they could put in a Wendigo? Yes, but I don't know who owns the rights for Until Dawn. Yeah. That's so, so I don't know. But they could go for a Werewolf on the quarry. So that would work too. So th- the good thing is, load of options. and um, And that's cool. Would it stop me playing Jill Valentine? No. No, it will not. <laughs> but it's cool to see. That that is quite high. That's a that's a great crossover that makes sense. Yeah. Makes a lot more sense than Nick Cage. But it's also very cool to see them straight off the back. They've just announced Nick Cage. And now immediately Supermassive Games have tweeted out we're doing this as well. All we need, mate, is Alien. It's what we need. Oh. Alien, oh. Predator. That's what we need. And they don't have the licenses for those. A Terminator would be sick. You know, that's what they need. They've already got, like, so many classics uh, horror franchises. Time to get the Fox ones in now. And if they could get that, there's nothing stopping them. Perfect game. Mm-hmm. Well, it already is really good. So. Yeah. So that was it. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. I thought that was a nice little bit of news that I saw on Twitter just before Thank we you. started. Thank you. I appreciate that. Brilliant. So putting that to a close, we're going to move on. Davey, straight back to you, keeping this circle flowing in the way that it should. My household appliance for you. Oh, nice, lovely, easy one. Okay. Toaster, mate. Oh, brilliant. Bread? I can do it like Gordon Ramsay. I can do it like Gordon Ramsay. Hello, guys. I'm going to show you how to make the best toast. With this, we got our own bread. I made this bread one week ago, so it's getting quite old. It means... We need to toast it. Toast. <laughs> Bread. In. K- k- setting. Four. Or if it's a smooth one. No noise whatsoever. 
<laughs> Lends itself to an impression. It does. Perfect. Toast. On. Three minutes. Three minutes for toast? Yes, mate. On set in four? That'd be a four-minute toast. That's not how it works. You put it on set in four. Is it? Yes. It's never that long. Yes, it is. No. Yeah. If you set it to three, three minutes. Three-minute toast. Toast. Pop. <laughs> Grab midair like an actual G. Butter. Salty. Crumbs. In sync. Toast. Done. Quick news. SM2. Have you heard about it, guys? It was rhetorical. SM2 is a game which has been developed by a load of the COD community who, what they're doing essentially is they started off modding Modern Warfare 2 Remastered, uh, the game that came out a number of years ago on uh, PS4. And the idea of SM2 was to get all the best parts from all CODs into one game. So to have like all the weapons that have been in previous CODs, to have all the maps, all the best maps from previous CODs, and bring in brand new weapons, brand new kill streaks, brand new ways to be able to play the game. Proper community funded and community thing where it wasn't going to make any money. It was just there for the community. Developers ate all this, don't they? They do indeed. Yeah. And the thing about it is, it was shaping up to be really good. People were starting to play it a little bit and they were saying, oh my God, this is perfect. This is everything that the core community has been asking for. It's perfect. La 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 la. Then they switched engine and they switched engine to the new modern warfare engine. And what that meant is that you you didn't on this new version of the engine, you didn't have to buy a cod to be able to get access to the mod. So it'd be a standalone thing. And in doing so, you can guess what happened next on this story. They got a cease and desist letter from Activision saying, shut that shit down. Now, guys, this is the most boneheaded thing I think anybody can do. If you are, if you are literally borrowing an IP and doing mods on it, fine. No problem at all. Activision going to make money from the purchase of their game. Doesn't harm anyone. However, the second you get it so that somebody can play a free version of an IP that you do not own, what do you expect to happen? Now, I'm gutted as much as the next guy, but people are saying online at the moment that Activision are scum. That Activision, what are you doing? This is an insult against the core community. No, let's be real here. This is an IP that Activision own that somebody is willingly going to take players away from from the COD from the actual COD games where they make money into a free experience which they make nothing from. Doesn't help their metrics, doesn't help anything. If it was still a modded game and they were playing Modern Warfare 2 Remastered and you saw numbers spike, great. Awesome. They're in this they're playing this game now at the moment. It looks good for our spreadsheet, even if the only point of sale they're making is um the purchase of the game outright, even if they're not getting involved in the rest of the cosmetics or anything else. But putting it and siphoning it into something that you do not own, that Activision make nothing from, that doesn't show on their back books in any conceivable way, 
you've got to ask yourself, why would you go through all the amount of effort that you've got to make this product? Because the outcome is inevitable. It just goes to show you can be both intelligent and dumb because that's what these developers are. They've made an incredible looking game. They've given the community what they want in the most stupid way. And now they've lost out because of it. So unlucky. Yeah. Yeah. What about yourself, Spence? Got any thoughts on this? Yeah, it's just, they just tried doing too much, really. They'd already made something which was ideal for everyone who wanted it. It was the perfect game for the people who need that. And they thought, oh, we could, we, we can keep going. We can make it better. New engine. New engine. Yeah, it's fine. And they obviously just didn't think about it. They just thought, oh, it's, we can use this engine. It's fine. But you're right. The fact It's just making it that standalone experience. That's the only reason. I think Activision probably didn't give, give two shits the entire time. They really didn't care because they thought, well, we're, we're Call of Duty. We're still going to keep selling. But if you can get literally the exact Call of Duty experience from their new title in this, Granted, it might not have the raids, <laughs> which is our selling point. But if it has the multiplayer, which is the core gameplay of Call of Duty, it's the reason people will buy these games. If it has that to a better experience than the actual Call of Duty game itself, you have to know. You have to know that you're fucking up somewhere. You might think, I mean, realistically, that after this cease and desist, Activision should hire him. I 100% agree with you. 100%. Activision should hire these people a million percent. Just every cease and desist, shut it down, but bring everything. Join us, we'll hire you and bring everything you've been working on. And that's half their job bloody done. It's all yeah. finished. There's new weapons, new maps, all that, new modes. Just bring it over, chuck it in your game. It Cheap would make well. bank as well. If you yeah. had something that was like, here's all the maps that everyone loves from COD, from classic COD, all the guns that you love that aren't including our new game, you got them all. And call it like COD Greatest Hits. Done. And it's just print money. It's just a money printing machine. Done. Easy as that. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. And sell skins on it. Sorted. Yeah. Sorted. Literally exactly that, yeah. But the issue is if they do that, they're just not going to be able to have the future games and nostalgia for bringing in old maps on the future games. That's true. I think their best thing would be get them over, bring everything and use that in their existing Call of Duty. And they wouldn't do all of it. They just chuck in like an extra mode that they'd already been working on in the next season pass or something like that. It just saved them doing the work and they'd get new talent involved in their studio. It's a win-win really. And it just, it looked good as well in the community. If, even though everyone's called them scum now, if they then hire these people and say they're joining us at Activision, people would be like, oh, brilliant. That's the best thing you could have done. Yeah, agreed. So, Mr. Hoy, coming across to you. In Last one. This is to end quick news. I would like for your appliance. Had some good ones today. We have had some good ones. Let's go for, let's go for a mop. A mop. Steam mop. Have you, steam mop. Have you seen those? I have seen this. I would mop. say it's an appliance. Even though it doesn't plug in, it's still... Does it not plug in? How does it generate the steam? Some of them you can pour it in. Pour in steam? You pour in like boiling water. Well, you've got to do a second kettle. 
Well, it's an old school one. Okay. But well, which, which one would you prefer? I think, seeing as everyone likes a plug-in at the moment, at the start of things, let's go for a plug-in one, shall we? Plug-in steam up. Yes. <laughs> Very specific. But it also is something that not many people have heard. Okay. So that gives you a lot of creative freedom. I, I think it probably does. All right, then. Um, well, we... We need to tip something first. So that that boiling tea that I made you earlier, yeah. I'll, I'll just knock it off. My tea. Oh. <laughs> tea all over the floor, Davey. I know you just smashed one fucking cup of tea. You just made me. Well, let me get my electric steam mop out. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Very creaky door. Spooky door, actually. Very spooky. Find the mop. It's got to go to his get in the car, mate. you got to go drive to your thing. Put the pad on the bottom. Okay. Pads on the bottom, All right? Wow. I've never right. seen an electric steam mop before. Never seen an electric steam mop? No. Okay, well, go over to the, over to the uh, tap now. Put some water in it. Wow. I don't want it to overflow. Oh, no. Put the top back on. Okay. Make sure it's uh, screwed down tight. Oh. Let's go over to the electric. So two things here I'm mixing. Water and electric. Probably not you should do this very often, okay? Okay. But I'm, I've, I've used this before, as you can see. Yeah, I can see really... It's quite a small one, right? So this extends. What's red? Oh. All right. I get the reel out. Jeez. Plug it in. Popped it in. I've actually turned on the electric, unlike Spencer in all his uh, impressions. He just plugged it in, didn't turn it on. So he maybe leaves his electric on. I turn it I on. Do. Can you get that goddamn steam mop at my face? <laughs> right, on the floor. <laughs> Ta-da! Quick news. Let the hordes of chaos know your fear. Because we've got Warhammer 40,000 bolt gun turning up on May 23rd, 2023. So load up your bolt gun and unleash the awesome Space Marine arsenal to blast your way through an explosion of sprites, pixels and blood in a perfect blend of Warhammer 40,000 phonetic gameplay and stylish visuals of 90s retro shooter. Now guys, this is literally old school Doom and Warhammer 40k. What is there not to love with this game? And it's cheap as well. It looks sick. <laughs> yeah, it looks ace. It looks so good. Cannot wait. I saw it and I thought, wow, this is a cool mod. Who's been making this project? And it's like, no, here it is. Like, this is done. It's out, like, next week. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is going on the fucking wish list immediately. I was like, whoa, this looks so cool. Can't wait for this. So in. This is one for the Steam Deck for me. Oh, that's a great choice. Yeah, I'm off on holiday soon, so this is going on the Steam Deck to play on the plane. That's a, 100%. That's a great choice. That really is. What about yourself, Spence? You're not exactly a, a Warhammer uh, connoisseur, are you? So what do you think about this? Game for Virgin, like all Warhammers, apparently? I mean, yeah, I'm not a big Warhammer guy. I'm also not a Doom guy, as we know. Because, well, I'm, I'm, too I would young. be. Yeah, I just haven't played them. I am, I suppose I am just too young. But I'm, I got the trailer on right now. I'm watching it right now. 
This looks sick. Yeah, <laughs> this looks know. really good. <laughs> it's actually blowing me away. Like the little cutscenes, the pixelated cutscenes and stuff. I'm looking at as well. It kind of reminded me of like Turtles, uh, the new Turtles game we played. In that kind of sense, and just the environments, the way it's like fully 3D but pixelated, it all looks awesome. The act, everything about it. If I ignore the IP, <laughs> it looks like a phenomenal game, and it looks like the kind of game where you actually can just ignore the IP. It just looks like a just a really fun time, and then if you do like the IP, it's just a bonus for you. So, I'll tell you what, it's on my wish list too. This could oh. be a day one for me as well. This Look looks fantastic. This. Full house. We are doing honor for the emperor. <laughs> incredible, incredible. Well, that brings us to the end of quick, quick news. We've had three each, some brilliant impressions and some not so brilliant impressions. But now is the time to hoist the winners high on that chair of success and punch down to the losers that cannot do an impression of a microwave. Spencer, coming over to you first. Now, what was your favourite of this evening? Mate, it's not even a question. That streamer was absolutely insane. I can't wait to watch the clip of that that we're going to put on Twitter about 20 times. You sounded like a NASCAR going around the track. It was like Well, it sounded amazing. like a streamer, surely. It was, yeah, but you did it so, like, guttural. It was fantastic. It, I... I was there. I could see. If I closed my eyes, you were there on your lawn, sorting it out. It was immense. A hundred percent, easily, easily the winner for the night. Nothing else compares to that one. Yes. Well, I appreciate that, Spence. Thank you for that pick. Now, David, coming over to you. Are you going to be backing Spencer up on that? One hundred percent. Yeah. Right. Honestly, the the thing about it is. A strimmer is quite hard because it's a quite it's a multifaceted sound on a strimmer. There's a couple of things going on, isn't there? There is, and what I enjoyed is the with a strimmer. I've recently been strimming the garden, and <laughs> the way it works, you get a very different sound when it's up in the air compared to when it's down strimming shit. Like completely different sound, and you nailed both. And as soon as you got into the actual like the cutting of it, it was literally bang on. It was wild. It was actually really good. Like, a lot of our impressions will be like, oh, that was good, but generally they're quite shit, right? All the time we'll be like that. Where they actually don't sound anything like that animal or that creature or that object, but they're quite amusing, so they're good. That was actually just a good impression. So, yeah, 100% well done. I don't know what to say, guys. I'm blown over. I think I found my calling. I think I think this is anyone this is needs an impression of a strimmer, garden strimmer, from the allotment, give me a call. DMs are open. Um, my favourite of the night, I guess it doesn't really matter, but I quite enjoyed Davy's cooker. Oh. Quite enjoyed your cooker. There was a lot of inconsistencies with that, yeah. and we're filling in a lot of gaps, but it made me laugh the hardest, so I'm going to deem that my favourite. Oh, thank you very much. So, two, one, nil. I'll take the win, but ultimately, as we know on this show, it means Jack. Now, let's go over to the losers of this evening. Davey, I'm going to come to you first. Who was your worst and why? Um, so my worst, and unfortunately, it doesn't really have any competition as far as I'm concerned. Be and it is Spencer's Blender. And the, the reason for it, I like the build-up. I liked what that he was offering, you know, to make the drinks and all that. 
And for some reason, I don't know how we got into this habit, but then it became a habit that we just went with because it was just ongoing then at that point. We were building off it. It was like uh, there was always just like a story that was happening yeah. for all of them. It was, and it kind of began um, very early on. And then we all adopted it. And then we all started getting really stupidly long with them. And, uh, and I quite enjoyed that. I, I did quite so enjoy it. It's Spencer's fault. It's the blender's no, no, fault. No, not at all. The reason why the blender falls down is because it was exactly the same impression and exactly the same sound as his previous one directly before it, which the I Hoover. think was a Hoover. Yeah. And his microwave, they all sound the same. The the microwave, at least you had a couple of different sounds, and I liked that he was making like the click noise for everything. So it I was, did like that. So that was good. So there was a comedy element. Yeah, because it was bad, and then he played off it and it made it better, right? Whereas the bl- the blender just literally was the Hoover. You put your strawberries and that in a Hoover. So um it just didn't I guess work. It, done, mate. it didn't work for me at all. Um yeah, it didn't didn't work for me that one. That's fair enough. You've joined at the right point, Spencer. So what was your worst of this evening and why? <laughs> I think <laughs> it was my <laughs> <laughs> You guys had great impressions tonight. I can't really even try give it to one of you boys. I wouldn't say it was my blender, though, because I found my blender funny. I think my Hoover was my worst. Oh, yeah. There's one that started it off. Yeah. I guess. Because it was before the fun. Yeah. Really. And that's what it was. Whereas the blender improves upon. And I think if you put a blender and a Hoover next to each other, they'll sound quite similar. I, think... I had the top falling off the blender and everything, it going everywhere. I like that. I liked all that. I did like all that. It was just Didn't the it, mate. it was the sound though. It was just the actual impression. <laughs> <laughs> the impression laid down. But yeah. yeah. Well, fair enough. Both my decision on who was the best and who was the worst, none of it matters because you guys made up your own minds. So Spencer, unfortunately, you're going to be a shot in the dock because I'm going to agree with you. And I think your Hoover was the worst. You did improve things with your blender and it sounded more like a blender than a Hoover because a Hoover (laughs) sucks. You didn't suck. You did suck. Sucked a bit too much. Sucked sucked in the wrong way. Mm. So let's move things on. I'll put that shot in the dock, as I said, and let's move things over to Rumour Has It. Kick it! You wake up with a rumour and you don't want to go You ask if it's confirmed and they still say no Well guys, I said before that we had two separate rumours for you and those rumours are coming at you like hot spunk from Spencer's dad that you're drowning in. <laughs> so sit back, enjoy, and revel in this. So, rumour has it. And, by the way, the button is off. I was just about to interrupt then and save you. Yeah, because you. you have got way too many shots in that dock. I, I just updated Spencer's shot <laughs> for failing quick news. And I thought, Jesus, it's going to be a messy episode. <laughs> Number 70, you boys are going to be suffering for days after that episode with the amount of shots you've got in there. Yes. So uh, I'm trying to help you out here. Thank you. Yeah, button is off for this, by the way. Right. Resident Evil 9 is starting to hit the rumour mill. So apparently, this is what we know. That Well, this was rumoured. It's called Apocalypse. 
like his predecessor village is basically combining the Roman numerals in there to make Apocalypse be spelt, apparently. The key points with this is the return of Chris Redfield and Jill Valentine. Now, we know that Chris Redfield survives uh, this game because 16 years later, he's mentioned for the, uh, for the ending of 8. Yes. So we know that that's the case. But apparently this is the last outing for these characters in Resident Evil. Um, now, apparently the story follows Chris. He heads towards the BSAA in Europe right after the end of RE Village without mentioning the history and continuation of the winters. So a separate thing. For those that haven't played Village before, minor spoilers here. It's not really going to spoil any of the game, to be honest with you. But right at the end, you have a section where you play as Chris and he kills a guy, like a soldier that's there, takes the mask off it and realizes that it's the BSAA and they've got like zombies. Are you sure it's Chris? Doesn't look like Chris, does it? (laughs) Why, it is. It is. It is Chris. Chris. It is Chris. But he doesn't look like Chris, does it? That's in he, Seven, he doesn't look like Chris. He looks dramatically different, in seven. doesn't he? That's in Seven. Oh, right, okay. In Village, he's back to normal Chris. Now he's back to normal Chris. He's back to normal yeah, Chris yeah, yeah, in yeah, Village. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In Seven, he looks terrible. In Seven, he looks like he's just generic. Someone hit the default button on the character creator menu. It's, it's diabolical. But yeah, Village is, is back to normal Chris. Yeah. He's a beefcake. He's a big, big beefy lad, and he, he looks like a handsome boy. But anyway... Point is that, yes, you're going back off and you're going to wage some war and it's a good chance to be able to potentially have zombies and stuff like that. What they're saying is in this that it's going to be mythological enemies are back. So much like we had werewolves and stuff in Village, and I thought they did a good job of actually explaining that and how they all work. But they're saying it's going to be like Wendigo-like creatures um, and zombies are set to return partially. So that's what is rumoured, guys. Thoughts on this one? I mean, it all sounds well and good. I think it sounds great. I'd love to see a Chris and Jill campaign. In fact, I'd be desperate for it. I'd adore it, especially Jill. I haven't seen her since RE5, and even then, you saw her for a fight. Yeah. And that was it. And she was blonde, for some reason, with a big spider on her chest. It's like, bring her back. Just bring her back. And Chris, especially since 8, when you got that segment, you got the players, Chris, was bloody awesome. Yeah, it was. You felt so powerful. Chris, man, he's so sick. I'd love to see this campaign happen. But Village came out how long ago? Yeah. Year and a half, two Two years years ago. And the gap between 7 and 8, quite a bit bigger than that. We're hearing about 9 now. And the thing is, I think if we just heard the title, I'd be like, oh, okay, sure. There's so much information. There's too much information. That it's You know when someone lies to you and they're a bad liar, so they keep piling on to the lie and adding more facts that end up making it just blatantly bullshit? Yeah. That's what this seems like to me. It's something I'd love to believe, but there's just too much there. There's no way all of this is true. So I'm a bit, I'd like it to be true, but I don't think it is. What about yourself, Mr. Hoy? I think it's utter trash. (laughs) Complete trash. It's like someone who has some semblance of knowledge about Resident Evil, and they've just picked out all the kind of obvious things that they could see in the next game. They haven't tried to progress the story, and they're not trying to stick along 
the whole line of 333. They're not going to go down the Winters Avenue. They're just trying to please people and get clicks with this information. I think it's complete trash. And I read in the comments on Twitter um, after this particular post, which we're referencing, I think the vast majority agree with me on this one because there's lots of memes now going around based around this post. And they are coming up with their own ridiculous names with the Roman numerals included <laughs> in them, which are very funny. But no, I don't agree with this post. I do like some of the things that he references and, and he says that's semi-confirmed um, for Resident <laughs> Evil 9 um, because they're the obvious things we would look for and want within the game. Um, but I think, yes, they're just, they're just trying to play the crowd with this post very much. Yeah, I 100% agree with both of you. I think you both bang on with this. Total bullshit. Total bullshit post. We're at least 18 months off, I reckon, from seeing... Well, if you want to be kind, 12 months off, realistically, probably 18 months before we, before we hear or before we really know kind of all the detail about the next Resident Evil game. Say they've had two years in development on this. Obviously, there's multiple studios just had the kind of A-team, I suppose, um, who worked on Resident Evil 2 Remake and now Resident Evil 4 Remake, that's out the door. So RE9 makes sense to be next unless there's a remake that kind of gets announced out of left field. Do I like some of this? Yes. Yes, I do. I really like the idea of Chris and Jill um, going in to take on the BSAA and sort them out. They were both BSAA agents in the past, so and they're not anymore. We don't know why that is. We don't know the story that's happened there. I think it's a lot they could tell in that story. Am I gutted if they do move away from the Winters storyline? Mm, kinda. I'm, I'm more worried with the Winters than anything now. Because Rose, how the hell do you manage that? She's like a beast now. Because she's got superpowers. Because she's got busted. She's Alice, basically. It's, it's very much the movie, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm worried about that. And the fact that it was called Apocalypse sets me down. That was what Resident Evil 2 was called, I think, the movie. And that was a fucking abomination. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's it was an true. abomination. True. They absolutely butchered my boy... Nemesis had a fucking love story with uh, with Alice. Butcher that film off. Terrible film. That is also, though, the first time we see Jill Valentine. It is. And that scene is cool, where she's in the church or whatever. You see her in a police station the first time you what, see her. I remember that scene where she's in a church and then Alice breaks through the fucking stained glass window on a motorbike. <laughs> yeah. As you do, very Resident Evil. Very Resident Evil. Very on brand. Mm. So, uh, yeah, terrible, terrible movie. Uh, and... This is obviously a terrible, terrible rumour. Total bullshit. Total bullshit. So we're in agreement on that one, lads. Next up, and the second rumour today. Rumour has it. And it's to do with our beloved Call of Duty. Call of Duty 2023. As we know, the original rumours that were going around was that uh, it was going to be a no standalone release for COD. And it was going to be an addition, an add-on, like a kind of mid-game or end-of-life cycle update for Modern Warfare 2. We since had that debunked when Activision um, CEOs and stuff, uh, stakeholder meetings came out and said, no, there's a fully priced Call of Duty coming out in 2023. Well, the first rumors for this have started. Now, apparently it's going to be called Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. And this is from Insider Gaming. The game will have its own large Warzone map with its Season 1, launching December 5th, 2023. Apparently, the game is going to launch November 10, 2023. And, um, yeah, developed by Sledgehammer, which we knew before that it was developed by Sledgehammer. Features a campaign, multiplayer, zombies, and, of course, as I mentioned, a new, modern, uh, a new Warzone 2 map. 
Spencer, come back round to you. Thoughts on this one? I mean, the main thing is just zombies, man. Forgive it me. It's weird. It's weird to have zombies in a Modern Warfare title. Mm. But seeing as we're going from the Modern Warfare straight to another Modern Warfare, it makes sense. They just do it every second iteration. Yeah. I suppose. So it's fine. And the thing is, because this isn't a Black Ops, because this is a Modern Warfare title, they could be really creative with how they do the zombies. It doesn't have to be Nazi zombies anymore. It doesn't. I will temper your ex- your excitement a little. The rumor is, apparently, with this zombies mode, that it's much like the zombies we had on the last iteration of zombies. Whereas that bullshit zombies mode. So apparently it's not like free large-scale original maps that you're running around and doing Easter eggs. Apparently it's not... So not like the zombies people enjoy? Yeah, it's not like actual zombies. It's the kind of half our zombies. That's apparently... That's, that's the rumour. That's the rumour that goes alongside that. If that's true, I'm devastated. Yeah. Truly devastated. Because not only was that the least fun part of that Call Terrible. of Duty, it also made the Platinum suck. Yeah. And the Platinum for Call of Duty is always really fun, except for that iteration of Call of Duty, because you had to kill 10,000 zombies, and it took, I think, four hours of me just with a podcast on, stood in an alley, holding R2. It was boring. Absolutely boring. I hope they don't do that. But aside from that, ignoring zombies, campaign is going to be great. Multiplayer is Call of Duty. It's going to be great. I just hope it has the same passion put into it that Modern Warfare 2 has, where we have the raids, the seasons, the new maps coming in, all the new game modes, infection, uh, bloody gunfight, all that. If all of that just rings true, all of that comes back to this. It's just, it's, it's Call of Duty, man. It's a great time. It's, they don't miss. They don't miss, except for that one iteration with that bad. <laughs> that, one, yeah. that one, that one missed. That was Stormtrooper aim. That one flying. But every other iteration, perfect. I, this just needs to follow suit. So, true or false, what do you reckon? True. True as hell. Actually, insanely true. I didn't even really want to talk about any of this because all of it just looks like... People say, what do you think COD's going to be? Anyone could say all of this. You wouldn't need to be smart. You need to have played a Call of Duty title to know all of this stuff. Yeah. Any of them. Because they always release around November time. The second iteration always has campaign multiplayer zombies and they're always chucking in Warzone maps now. It just, it all makes sense. It's 100% true. Other than maybe the date. November 10th is so specific for so far away. Fair enough. What about yourself, Ms. Toy? What are your thoughts on this? Well, what, what more is there to really say? I think Spencer's covered it pretty much uh, in its entirety and, and wrapped a little bow around it and said, thank you very much. This is 100% true and I have to uh, echo his thoughts with a lot of this. Uh, much like the uh, Resident Evil rumour, um, there's a lot of facts there, but with this one, they're facts that I can believe. Yeah. Not just ones that I feel like they're just saying to please me. Yeah. So that's the difference. But a hundred percent, I think this is true. And I think we'll be playing it, um, come November 10th. Do you know what guys? I can't believe this rare occasion that all three of us agree, especially twice in a row. And yeah, I totally agree with you guys. I think it's totally true. Um, the interesting thing with this, and, and this will, will really depend, and I suppose we'll know with the betas, if, if this is true and it's coming in November, we'll start seeing our first beta, um, trying to think now, late, October, late August, early September, we'll start seeing our first kind of beta for this. Um, and if, the, the rumor apparently before was that, as I said, it was going to be that additional kind of add-on 
Modern Warfare 2. So I imagine we're not going to see much difference from the game that we've, we've already been playing for this entire year. That's both a benefit and a negative. For those people that don't like Modern Warfare 2, this isn't going to win them over. I'm just hoping they make a couple of different quality of life changes that do separate it out. Ideally, perk system, fix the spawns, few different things that they can do to uh, to improve the experience. But we'll wait and see. But yeah, all in agreement on this. And if anything to go by, I don't think we'll have long to wait to be able to see this. Not long at all. Speaking of things that aren't long away, let's move on to the topic. Stop! Topic time! So boys, listeners, watchers, we have finally, finally made it to the topic. It's been a long episode, but it's been a whole lot of fun. And I think it's time we finish it off with a juicer, absolute juicer of a topic. Now, I know we've been speculating quite a lot, but this time, yeah, we're speculating a bit more. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah. come on. It's a Don't podcast. Do. What we're going to do? do it. We're not just going to tell you facts. We've got to give some ingenuity, some innovation. We've got to think about stuff. And that's exactly what we're going to do. So for the topic, finally, long sought after, long rumored, leaked, all the leaks were wrong. And eventually the time no one was mentioning it, bam, Sony come out. Showcase. Oh, <laughs> baby. We got a showcase happening on May 24th. This is the first showcase we've actually had since the 9th of September 2021. It's been a long, long, bloody time absolute ages and everyone's every single week getting rumors and sony would just like tell you what you're all wrong it's it's this day it's only four days away (laughs) it's soon so what better to do than speculate about what they might show now you prefaced this earlier davy you kind of said we do the usual format the safe possible crazy we don't want to talk forever because it's a showcase it's sony it's an hour long they've said they're going to be showing a lot and they said that they want to own the mind share so they're coming out big dick swinging for this plopping it down hanging by your knees so i'm looking forward to seeing what you guys bring to the table on this 100 oh exciting times likewise mate likewise i'd love to hear you guys things and i think to kick it off start with our safe as we do and phil i'm gonna come to you first i'm very very keen to know what you think they're going to show us so lay it on me so i'm going to pick the low-hanging fruit which is marvel spider-man because it's the only real first party ps5 game with a 2023 release and all we've seen so far is the pre-rendered cgi trailer for it so some actual gameplay captured on ps5 is what i'm expecting okay so it needs to be full gameplay for you to get it do they announce um they announced any like special editions, any um, plates, any plates, any. Is this part of my prediction, or do you... yes, it's a safe. It's a safe. A safe. I've got to build on what I predicted. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying gameplay. Okay, all right. That's a pretty big one to see gameplay. What do you reckon, Spence? We know Spidey's obviously going to be there, isn't it? It's out soon, man. But it just might be another trailer. Really you never know. Okay. All right. Well, gameplay. Yeah, gameplay. We'll allow it. Yeah, we'll <laughs> allow it then. We'll allow it. Release date? Or do we already know it? Well, we know it's happening in 2023. And then we've we've been rumoured of the exact date, haven't we? So do you reckon they announced 
full release date. You just don't want me to get this shot, don't you? I think that's the same. I think that's fair. Fine. I fine, think that's fair. Fine. I'll go with that then. Gameplay and a date. Okay. What's, what's the date? <laughs> no, no, that would be wild. That would be wild. <laughs> and I think, I think that's fair. I don't think that's asking too much. I think we could have a guess, though. When do you think they're going to release it? Not part of the gamble. Okay. But what's your estimate? We usually well, if we, know, if we know COD's out in November, say, if that room is correct, stay away from that. You want to be able to compete. I think we've said before, and I think we've all been in agreement that we were talking about September, October. We said September because it's the same as Starfall, isn't it? Mm. Is it Starfield or Starfall? Starfield. Starfield. Yeah. Xbox game. Who knows? Yeah. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's this, this getting delayed. Yeah. Anyway. I'm going September. I'm thinking what we said before. We can all go for the same thing if you want. We, we, We've we, been agreeing all episode. Let's agree again. It's just yeah. the love in this episode, isn't it? Let's agree again. September. I'll go end of September. Well, I'll go mid. I was going to say week three. Oh, week oh. three. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of, that's like between, yeah, all right, yeah. Cool. I was literally going to say week three. Week three. Strong. Like 20, 22nd. 22nd. Something like that. 25th. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Wait, what day is the 21st? I'm about to yeah, find I'm going to look. September. Is that a I reckon it's coming out. I reckon it's coming out Tuesday, 19th of September. I was, oh, you bitch. I literally just saw 21st as a Thursday. I think you're bang on. I completely agree. The 19th. Which is week three. Yeah. The yeah. There we are. I'm going at three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the, fine, the final, final week of September. But cool. that, that's not for my shot. No, I'm just that. saying. No, no. Gameplay and a date. Okay. For my yeah. save. Huge. Bless. Davey, mate, what is your safe prediction? So, my save, and I'm being a little bit risky with this because I think I could get, I could be a lot safer, but we did see what looked like a real trailer for this and it's since been radio silent on it. I think we're going to see as a safe Helldivers 2. I think it's going to be Helldivers 2 and obviously the trailer for it will have gameplay 100%. Uh, if, I, if I have to on the same lines, even though it's a lot riskier going for Helldivers 2 than Spider-Man, uh, I'd say date 100%, yeah. Yeah, if I'm going for date, you have to go date. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. So gameplay and date for Helldivers 2. 100%. I reckon it's a damn cert. I reckon it's a lock. Hence why it's uh, safe. What about yourself though, Spence? What are you going for? for my safe it was going to be Spider-Man 2 which obviously that's you've why you've been so kind to me putting me first yeah, we exactly. all had it as our safe I'm sure <laughs> yeah, we, it's guaranteed but for the first time is by the way we can't pick the same thing so if somebody's already picked it we can't pick the same thing so that's why we're all having to scramble after Spidey's been taken and that's the beauty of being first <laughs> it is yeah. it is for my safe, I've just changed my mind. Wow. <laughs> For my safe, and you can call me a madman if you want. Silent Hill 2. Gameplay. Ooh. Gameplay. Ooh. Gameplay. Is... No date. I'm not saying a date. We've all said date. If you're seeing gameplay, generally you get a date. And it is supposed to be out this year. Fine. 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 I spat my mic then. Sorry, listeners. We'll put a date on there as well. 
October 12th. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you going to say the date? You mad, man. Put a donk on it. Come on. No, You've put the date, right? I'm going to say date and gameplay trailer. Okay. Gameplay. Silent Hill 2. Okay. Strong. All right. Strong. I think, I think you've got a very strong chance. The, the complicated thing, the hard thing about a lot of these now mm-hmm. is you've got a choice between if it's going to be shown here or at the Summer Game Fest. True. That's the hard thing. That's the hard decision. the biggest audience, though? That's the thing, isn't it? It's not so much about that. It's about who have they got marketing deals with? Yeah. yeah. Who have they put the money in and they got the agreement for that they're going to market it? And that's where it comes down to. So for those games, they don't have that. I imagine they'll go straight over to Summer Game Fest. So you're saying third parties more likely at Summer Game Fest? More likely, but... Yeah, 100%. So Silent Silent Hill. Silent Hill, though... I'm sure that's a that's a PlayStation deal. It's a PS5 yeah. exclusive. So I think it's a strong. I think that's a really strong save. I think it's a great save. Yeah. I double checked. That's why I Googled. I was like, was that announced exclusive? So it was. Then I checked the date and it was announced. Uh, the teaser was in October 2022. And I thought, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's about time. Gotta be. It's about time. Got to be yeah. in it. Great one. Great one. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, mate. So, Phil, moving back around to you. Keeping it in a circle. We've been good with circles today. Phil, around to you, what is your possible choice for the showcase? Right, so I'm going to stick with first party. And if we're saying Insomniac is going to be there, I'm also going to say Naughty Dog is going to be there. Okay? Okay. Now, I think we might be seeing a teaser trailer for Factions. Took my possible as well. (laughs) Teaser trailer? Teaser trailer for Factions. Ooh. I'm not saying gameplay. I'm not saying date. I'm just saying we'll see some sort of trailer for it. Oh, so you're changing it to see some sort of trailer. So it's not a teaser. Well, te- teaser trailer or trailer. A teaser is some sort it's of trailer. Some sort of trailer. A teaser is like a tiny trailer where they show bugger all though in it. Like the Mortal Kombat one would be like more of a teaser where it doesn't show any gameplay. It's kind of the announcement for it. A teaser is like when they first showed God of War. Yes, Ragnarok, yeah. Where they just put the logo. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're thinking it's that, or do you think it's more? It's just a trailer, like a full like couple of minute jobby. I I don't think it's a couple of minute. I think it's more along the lines of a teaser. teaser. Okay, fair with enough. This one. Fair enough. They did say we'd wait until this year to hear about it, so it's so it's on brand. So we're going to see something, okay, from it. Yeah. yeah, in in a trailer, not gameplay necessarily. Okay, all right. That's what I'm going back. Nice. Respect. All right. You bastard <laughs> taking all my picks. I knew you would. Davey, mate, moving across to you. What is your possible? So my possible is that we're going to see the Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. I think this is Sony. I think they've put the money down and they got this. And the reason why I think it's going to be here and not at Summer Game Fest is because Sony, Sony put that cash down. They put that cash down, that yeah. big paycheck, that big donger, and slapped it down on Konami and said, here we go. You can open up some more fucking gyms, you slag. And that's it. And <laughs> boom. And there's been so many rumors flowing around about this for such a long time. At this point, you know, the, the voice actress for the song is in the studio. I think it's an announcement. I think with this, there is going to be a trailer. It's going to show very little. So a teaser trailer. I reckon it's like an announcement trailer. What's, what defines a teaser trailer to an announcement trailer? Yeah, to up. be fair, I was wrong. The God of War one was an announcement trailer. Really? Yeah. That wasn't a teaser. A teaser is more like the Mortal Kombat one where they show maybe a bit of a Yeah, but there's something there. I think there's, go- there's going to be Metal Gear Solid 3. 
Oh, no, but it's quite... It's, the, the rumor's been going wild for this. And if they're in there doing that and they're laying down the soundtrack, they're late into dev. I reckon they're going for a trailer. Full trailer. Full trailer. Full trailer. Ooh, MGS. Dang. MGS. Getting spicy. Yeah, I'm going for it. Fuck it. Full trailer. Full trailer. Yeah. And, and, and how do you think they'll announce it? Do you think it'll just turn to a black screen? Yes. And then you'll hear... Bum, 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 bum. Oh, bum, you're going to hear that. Bum, bum, bum. That's not part of the bet. I don't lose out if I get that. But I reckon that if I, if I was to start it, you start it in one of two ways. Go on, then. You either start it in with... Hidden in a box on stage all along. And it's the last thing. <laughs> like we always say. <laughs> David no, Hater comes out. The biggest ladder gets rolled out. I reckon, I reckon what you do is you start it off and it's just black screen. And then it's just like... And it's the scene where it's boss and snake standing in the in the rose petal field and she's speaking to him and you and you open with that and then it's just like and then just the theme just swells <laughs> and then it's just like moments from the game like the moments of um like shooting electric out the moments where he's in the helicopter getting blasted um that kind of stuff like all the kind of more cg moments that happen across mgs3 a kind of quick cut trailer over sure. that with the music going and everyone would go fucking wild. But I think you open yeah. with that moment with him and boss opposite each other because it's so iconic in that, in that pedal field and their fight. But just where they're standing there chatting to each other before it all kicks off. Do you think that's how they're going to end the conference or the showcase? Oh. Or do you think this is going to be the first thing they show? I think Because it'll either have to be oh. slot one or slot ten. The end. I think you open with, I think you open with Spidey, to set the pace. Everyone knows he's going to be there. And this uh, is the ender. This is the ender. Yeah, I think it's. It'd I think be it, crazy if it was. It'd be immense. Like, it'd be immense. This would be the point where people are going to sell their Xboxes and buy Playstations. It'd be wild. And like I mean, literally. I'm. I'm not even like. Yeah. I. I love MGS. Like I always say, it's nowhere near as good as the other two, but it's, it's like still Metal Gear. Solid. It's still MGS three. Yeah. It's still fucking sick. And if it is shown, I will go nuts for it. Yeah, me Even too. though I want MGS1, I will go fucking spare for it. And I think you're right. I think it is, it is something that would end a conference, I think. I would prefer them to pan up, and it's just Otacott saying, love only blossoms on a battlefield. Oh, and it's MGS1. <laughs> that would be oh, so much better. God, and they've just imagine. been teasing you with Metal Gear Solid 3. If it was MGS1, that would... That would break the internet, I think. Oh, indeed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> if they just had that huh? moment just where you're just flying through the water in that one-person submersible SUV. That whatever. would be the best. Yeah. And it's just him that chatting. building, yeah. And it's just him chatting to fucking Colonel Campbell. Oh, my God. Even if it was just that entire thing where he's like, who are you up against? You're up against members of Foxhound. And that sends shivers up my spine. Oh, my God. That would be so high. That was so sick. Um, but I'm going for this. I'm keeping it on. I'm keeping it on MGS3 just because the rumors are going wild, and so it, it makes sense to me. So, so like, your craziest Metal Gear Solid one. Well, we'll wait till we get to that. We'll wait. We'll wait. We we all know what I agree. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself, Spence? Bring it home for this. Bring it home for the possibles. Right. Well, once again, my possible's gone. <laughs> so what I'm going to put up for my possible? Uh, we've had an announcement trailer. I think we're going to get a teaser trailer okay. for Insomniac's Wolverine. Ooh, Ooh okay. okay. All right. It's been a while. 
It's been, well, since they announced Spider-Man 2. 2021. It's been ages. Yeah, since 2021. Yeah. Bloody ages. I think we're at the least getting a teaser trailer. I'm not going to say we get a full-on trailer, because I think it'd be insane if we got a full-on trailer and Spider-Man at the same time. No way. I think just a teaser trailer, no date, or maybe a year. Really? Think a year on but it? I want to hold you to that. I think a teaser trailer. I think we are getting a teaser wow. trailer. Wow. It'd be big if we do. It'd be really big if we do. Be huge. Um, yeah. It's ballsy. It's a, it's a ballsy possible. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Really is. Yeah. Um, I think they'd open as well. Like you said, they'd open with Spider-Man. And I think it'd go straight from that. Show the Insomniac logo again. Straight into Wolverine. What, do a double hitter? No way. You've got to space. That's double a big hitter. dick, man. You've got to space that out with some of the VR content. Stuff like that. Um, nah. Yeah. I, you wouldn't want to double. If you double that, people are going to have heart attacks, bro. Double dip. Jesus. Exactly. You, imagine, you don't double dip on Insomniac, mate. No, not. You double oh, wow. dip. You're double dipping. You double dip. It's what they did last time. They announced Spider Man 2 and immediately announced Wolverine. I think they're doing it again. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, fuck. And now we're going to get a crazy after that. Yeah. All right. Let's get some crazies then. Moving on, lads. I think we're probably done talking about Insomniac for this showcase. Phil, lay it on me. What is the craziest thing they're going to show? Okay, well, you say we're done for Insomniac. Now, this is a crazy one. I'm going to throw it out there, and we'll see what happens. Now, I know Sony really want to push the PSVR 2. So what I'm thinking they've done to further promote Marvel Spider-Man is that they're going to do what they did with Horizon and bring out a Spider-Man VR, almost mini game, short game, just something to build people's interest. And I think they're going to release it straight away. They're going to be like, you can swing around the city as Spider-Man in VR. Wow. So kind of like what they did with um, the Homecoming release. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. But just done by Insomniac themselves. They dip into Insomniac. VR. Yeah. They're going to dip into VR as, as it's a promotional thing now to build for the full PS5 game and, and do a Horizon. Wow. 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 Be wild. Crazy, right? It'd be great. I'd, great. Be, I'd be dusting off that VR I'd be buying a PSVR 2 for this. <laughs> it'd be incredible. <laughs> incredible to be Spider-Man in VR. Yeah, it'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah. Just the movement. I don't want combat. I just want to swing round. I would I'm very simplistic. I would be sick as hell doing yeah, it. But yeah. I would love every minute yeah, of it. Yeah. It'd be class. You'd want to set up like a hammock in your room and then just get you like someone to push you. And then you wee You want one of those like you know <laughs> you put like a baby in and they like bounce. Oh yeah. You almost want one of those for an adult <laughs> yeah. as you're uh, got your VR on. <laughs> <laughs> be incredible. That would be sick. Yeah. I really like that. Crazy idea, but please make it happen. That's wild. That That is crazy. I never in a million years thought that come out of your mouth. Do you think it's done by Insomniac as well? Well, I've already gone pretty crazy, but yeah. Yeah, I'd want it to be done by Insomniac. So I don't think, did Gorilla do Call of the Mountain? No. 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 So it was, uh, you might want to fact check me on this. I think it was, um, I think it was Fire Sprite, but I could be wrong. I think it was Fire Sprite. I might be wrong. It was, uh, it was Fire Sprite and Gorilla, they work together. Nice. Well, there we go. It could be Insomniac and Fire Sprite. Fire Sprite might be just the go-to VR guys to, like, build hype for other games. Oh, God, they'll have to put some fucking 
work. <laughs> They'd be like, Jesus, we just we just got our last game out. Well, thank God. It's a mom, mammoth task, that. Really well done, though, guys. Great. Uh, yeah, guys, um, we need this Spider-Man. Spider-Man's coming out. <laughs> and, and then you'll get a VR and we, and Wolverine. We need, we need to release in, like, two months. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, fuck him. Why not? Fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. Put him to work. It's a crazy, isn't it? Why it's got to be crazy. Wild. All right, Davey, mate. Outdo it. <laughs> what, what, what is really being shown? What crazy? Speaking of Insomniac. Oh, there we go. a little game that always comes up in my crazies, and this is oh, no God. exception, and it will continue until this crazy comes to life. We are seeing resistance in any form. It's the same oh. one I have used time and time again for a crazy, and I will continue to bang this drum. Do I think it's going to really happen? No, not a hope in hell, but I'm willing it into existence. And if I keep banging the drum long enough, somebody will listen. This is what I'm thinking. But this got, is the way. It's got to happen at some stage, right? I don't some think stage. so. Do you, th- do you think they're going to release <laughs> resistance in the time we continue to do this podcast? No, no, no. I think it's done. And it makes you really sad. Yeah. Because I, part of me, <laughs> right, a couple of years ago, I honestly thought that there was still hope. Yeah. But the amount of blue balling that in something I do on a time. weekly basis, <laughs> I now just think that no, it, that, it's not on the cards. They're starting to tag you in that now. <laughs> they might as well. <laughs> <laughs> They've heard this podcast and they're like, do you know what I'll have, Davey? Another post. Do you know what makes it worse? And as Nathan well? Hale's leg. Oh, I, I, I'm being followed by this resistance, um, this resistance Twitter account called um, the Resistance Sentinels, and they're like me on steroids. So what they do is every single post by Insomniac, they try and link it back to Resistance, even though it's not even remotely related. So, <laughs> so Insomniac today tweeted out a picture of. Um, a PS1 game they did. I can't remember the name of it now, but it's a car racing game, like sure. a destruction derby thing. And someone said, this reminds me of the time that Nathan Hale went up against that Chimera. And, and he just, <laughs> this random just I Chimera battle. And I thought, that has nothing to do with this whatsoever. Also, anytime Kojima posts anything. Yeah, yeah. He's like, what do you mean? It's Metal Gear. Um, yeah, and, and so I'm down bad for it. I don't really think it's going to happen, but it's my biggest hope it really is like we were talking earlier about the fact that there's not many multiplayer games it would be so hype if Your it came biggest back biggest hope on playstation at the moment yeah rather than metal gear solid one <laughs> yeah all right that's my biggest hope <laughs> yeah yeah that's my biggest hope resistance is quite a few steps below that uh in terms of height level but would i go mental and would combran be wiped off the face of the earth yes Yes, it would. So that's <laughs> what I want. And I'm not going to stop. That's further for reason to do it. Yeah. Destroy it. <laughs> destroy Combran. Get rid of Combran. Announce resistance in any form. Wild. Yeah. It's crazy, mate. Is it crazy? It is crazy. For my crazy boys, you might think this actually isn't that crazy, but. Here we go. Someone's playing the game. Hold on go. to your seats. Here hold we on go. to your seats. I think. This is a cross between just new games, games we know about, and VR game. I think they're going to show an Astros VR game. Okay, you might nice. think that's not that crazy. Day and date. I think it releases 
after the showcase? Straight to PS Extra? I was just going to say straight to if you have a PSVR too, but yeah, that makes sense, I suppose. Yeah, straight to Extra. Wow. That would be hype. That'd be sick. That would be I fucking think, insane. I think that allows it to be a crazy... I don't think Astros is a crazy pick, but I think no. the day, if it comes out following the showcase, I think surely that's allowed. Yeah, I'd, I'd allow it. Even if it didn't come into Extra, if it was just out that day, yeah. But I think there's always something nice when they're like, it's out today and on Extra. Yeah. Or I do like what they've been doing lately, where they've announced it and said, oh, it's part of next month's Extra catalogue. Yeah, so you've got time to subscribe. Like Chia, mm. stuff like that, they've sure. done that. And I think that's been really nice. Mm. And it's been like, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, sick. What a great lineup for next month. So um, I, could, I could see either. But yeah, awesome. Awesome. Be well, well, fuck me. That'd be so good. That'd be sick. Astros. I'm desperate for Astros. Yeah, Astros is like one of the unsung heroes from PS5. 100%. I mean, you and me always say this, Spence, that Astros Playroom really is just so fucking underrated. Yeah. so good it's one of the best experiences it really yeah. is yeah it's, it's immense it's, and we never got chance to play the psvr1 version of astros astro rescue uh, astrobot rescue um so yeah i'm fucking down for that day one if that yeah. if that gets announced that's hype i'll tell you what we've got only a few days until we get to the conference so i know we don't want to dwell too much on this but are there any predictions that won't count for anything that you think may actually happen at the show. Anything that you're... Ex- and I suppose at the same time, your excitement level going into this showcase from this point right now. I mean, my excitement level at the minute is roughly an 8, eight to a 10. It's a 9. <laughs> it's a 9. Because you got to think, for me especially, for you and me, I suppose, everything they show applies to us because there are people like Phil, obviously anything they announce with PSVR 2, unless it's like a reason to buy it, you're like, oh, I don't care about that. But for us, because we're the only one... Yeah, if they announced half of Alex, that should have been crazy, mate. That'd have been great. Is that crazy? I though? don't think I would have allowed it in a crazy. I don't think that's that crazy. No, it's it's been not. spoke about, and and not just by me. Obviously, I scream and shout about it at every opportunity whenever we talk about PSVR two. But I don't, I don't feel like that's a crazy. I think that's more a possible by now. Yeah, yeah I really. Yeah, do. I'd agree. To be fair, yeah, you are right. But I think anything they do show for PSVR two, uh, everything they show is going to be of interest to us because we have yeah. the PSVR two. So I think there's not really much that I could be annoyed about them showing unless they show that Capcom game that I've already forgot what it's called. Exo Primal. Exo Primal. <laughs> if they show Exo Primal, it goes straight down to a seven. What if there's new operators? Mate, no. Come on. <laughs> Absolutely. Incredible. Not. New dinosaurs? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're in then. That's his weakness. I I it would piss me off if they dare show Exo Primal. <laughs> if they popped up saying exo primal has been cancelled i would pop off that's what that's what would do it for me but for me it's, it's like an it's like a nine i think this showcase is going to be something really special what about yourself mr Toy? i'm on a 10 just reading the description of this focusing on ps5 games okay the psvr2 games like spencer said if there's a reason for me to buy it this is going to be the place they're going to show it and it's developments from top studios now, as long as they're not blue-balling me or shitting me up on this, and it is Insomniac, and it's Naughty Dog, and it's all the developers that we want to hear from, which it should be, then this is a 10 out of 10 for me. I am over the moon excited for it. Cannot wait. i gotta, I got to say, guys, hmm. I'm, I'm coming in straight with you, Mr. Hoyt. I'm going with straight 10 on this. I think this is... We haven't had a showcase since 2021, 
And that showcase was fucking insane. It was like one of the best conferences I'd ever seen in my life. You come out and you're like, holy shit. And now we've seen a lot of the fruits from those showcases. We've seen Horizon. We've seen God of War. You know, God of War showing up in that showcase was nuts. And everyone was like, oh my God. And I remember myself being hyped and I rode that hype through until its release. It ended up being my fucking second favorite game of all time. You know, it's wild. We're going to see shit from this that is going to be years away that we will be excited about four years. Will that be the reveal of, of whatever resistance? Whatever resistance form comes our <laughs> way. But no, no, no. Will it, will, it be, will it be a case that maybe we might see something um, in terms of Gorilla's shadow IP that they're working on, this, this new IP that they've been rumored that they're working on themselves? Naughty Dog apparently are working or hard at work on a brand new IP. Could we potentially see that? Could we see Ghost 2? Ghost Tsushima 2? Potentially. Could we maybe see some of the old franchises return, like Infamous, Killzone, Resistance? Any of these are big dick things. Could we see potentially Crystal Dynamics come in and they turn up with fucking Legacy of Kane and it's back? You know, there's so many possibilities, let alone the fact that we could have Bluepoint actually coming out around about now, oh. announcing what they're doing, which I think is a very real possibility. I'm surprised that no one came out with Bluepoint because I think we could very much see the rumor is apparently it's a Bloodborne 2 or a Bloodborne remake or remaster. Christ. That would be big. That would be For massive. That would be massive. I would, I would scream. And so if, if Bluepoint had been put on, on Bloodborne and that is coming out and that gets announced and that's out next year. That's already up there for a fucking nine out of 10 conference just to, on that on its own. Cause that, that game is absolutely legendary and it's gained that notoriety in such a short period of time. So I, I think for me, if, if any of our predictions or if, if a lot of them come in, it'll be already wild, right? It'd be an absolutely incredible showcase. If we get to hear what some of these studios, which is what they're saying here, that we're going to see a lot of our the PlayStation studios, if we get to see some of the fruits of this and they are teaser trailers or whatever, but it sets up the next three years of PlayStation, I'm in. I'm in. Because they got the proof under them already that they can deliver. So it's not like Xbox. And it's, it's, it's a little bit different in a way. And I had this conversation with Lewis on Xbox The Box. But... It's a different kettle of fish that we're in compared to Xbox. If Xbox come out and they show the next three years worth of games, it means nothing and it's disappointing because that's all they've done is blue ball people were showing what's coming. Whereas with us, it's very much a case that we've been radio silent and things are coming out soon and they're showing those soon. So we need to know what's coming next and we've got faith that our studios will deliver. Whereas with Xbox, they need to come out and have games that are either good to go right there and then, or they have demos or something that people can try so their fears are allayed, right? And they walk away from the experience and say, oh, actually, yeah, I'm feeling good about this. This looks good for the future of Xbox. We don't need that. We can be showing stuff that's five years out at this point, And we're like, yep, in. Because the faith is there. It's been built up. So I, I think that this is going to be one that we walk away from and we think, Christ, that hour is nuts. Absolutely nuts. I think we're in for a really good time here, guys. I think we really are. Life-changing. 
Hopefully. Potentially. I, yeah. Podcast changing. We're going to get podcast a lot of pod, pod, content from changing. this, aren't we? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, the next yeah. Looking forward to the future. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yeah. The next going to suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on how big it is, we might have to do a fucking emergency. We yeah. might have to pull a breaking news fucking podcast out. So, depending on what it is. So, we'll wait and see. Of course, on the showcase itself, I'm sure that we're going to be doing a live stream for this. With our reactions. I, yeah. I imagine we will. Yep. Um, it's a big deal. Um, so if you're listening to this on the same day that the uh, or the day early the showcase is out, then we normally stream over on Mr. Philip Hoy's Twitch. Hello. Which is twitch.tv slash venomphil. Yep, correct. Well remembered. So we will be on that going live covering this. We'll be on a little bit beforehand to talk about our hype going in. Maybe our predictions may have changed, anything like that. Um, we'll have a little look, see. But yeah, keep an eye on the socials. Guys, this has been episode 68, and what an episode it is. It is lovely to be on the cusp of something big happening, and to know it's actually happening is, is great. You can so feel it, can't you? Ooh, the it's bubbling. Building. It's bubbling. I'm it so really excited is. Now. Super, super hyped. Um, I've had a lovely time chatting through all this with you guys, as always. Listeners, if you've enjoyed what you've been listening to today, please remember a couple of ways you can support us. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple, any podcast service, that gives you the option to rate, please go on and rate the podcast. We are looking to build up our ratings because it helps us find a larger audience. And if you want us to grow and you want us to be able to go in there and swing our big dick around a big daddy PlayStation and say, hey, bitch, make resistance. We need those ratings. I don't make the rules here. This is what Jim Ryan said to me. He said, I won't talk to you unless you got 50 ratings. Five star. <laughs> I said, Jim, it's a big ask. We're at 22. And he said, Baby, there's one thing I know about you guys. You never shy away from a challenge. And I know that our audience aren't idiots. So you're going to write it, aren't you? Because otherwise you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> so, you know, do me a favor. Other ways you could support if you are really looking to. Uh, you can go out your window and shout. That helps quite a lot. Um, you can get a tattoo of our... Um, faces. Our faces, yeah. Yeah. Re- Really would love to see that. Uh, really would love I'd to love, see that. I'd love a massive one and it'd be done quite badly of me. So nobody can really tell. I'd me. like it on a lower calf. Yeah, oh, a lower you know? calf? Yeah, yeah. Thinking just about, just as you're walking away, you've got my face just there. I want it on the head of your cock, please. Wow. So when you pull it back, wow. your, your missus looks at it and thinks, wow. That's You've been PSP. listening to him, yes, we trust. <laughs> Does it be yes, we trust, lads? <laughs> That's, That's what I want. Um, but no, realistically, uh, like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. It, it really helps. Uh, and that's it. That's it, guys. That's our show. Game over. To a close. Uh, oh, and by the way, if you want to get involved, sorry, I'm just too busy thinking about our heads on the head of a penis that I forgot to go through what we probably should be going through. Um, if you want to interact with the show, remember, write into the email, psweetrust at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on any of our socials, which are in the description of the show. That has been it for episode 68. I'm Davey. I've been Phil. And I've been Spencer. Take care, guys. Peace, 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 peace. In PS We Trust is hosted by Davey, Phil, and Spencer. You can write into the show via our email, pswetrust at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at inpswetrust. To find each of us online, follow our Twitters at ssjdavey, at philiphoy, at spenpie underscore. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. See ya.